Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This episode of There Will Be Dungeons is brought to you by listeners like you over at patreon.com slash frogpants. Show your support today. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to There Will Be Dungeons, episode 19, session 19. It's like an episode, I guess. Uh, We're thrilled to be back. Welcome back, everybody. We're going to dive right in today. Not doing an email because I didn't prepare one. So take that, whoever sent emails. But I do have a nice little surprise or treat for people in the middle of the show. Bo put together a cool montage, video montage of various bits of fan art that we've received. And so... This is a thing today where you don't want to leave during the break. You're going to want to hang around and check out that video. For people at home, don't know what to tell you. Actually, maybe I can play it and capture it. We'll see. Anyway, uh, welcome back. It's great to be here. We should probably just turn it over to Bo and get started here. We're all ready, Bo. Tell us where we've been and where we're going. Previously on There Will Be Dungeons! I can feel John's eyebrows rising. <laughs> the Hill Guard left Slave Town in a station wagon, smoke and fire at their backs. But with the rising sandstorm between them and their destination, the Black Mine. All but hope were exhausted from their adventures that day, and she was soon the only one left awake. As the storm picked up, she elected to let the group rest and park the station wagon in the open desert, hoping to wait out the storm. Unfortunately, the storm did not abate quickly, and soon they were buried under a few feet of sand. Pharrell scouted the surrounding area and discovered the carcass of dark of a dark tack Eskos. There was an opening in this carcass, and it provided a natural shelter from the storm. During their stay, several cloaked beings attempted to sneak and attack our heroes, but Hope scared them off with the gifts from her infernal legacy manifesting a minor wonder of thaumaturgy to scare the potential assailants into retreat. Once the storm abated, the Hillguard finished their trek to the Black Mine on foot and met its chief, Scrolly Oilbeard, one of Trenchard Oilbeard's twelve sons and his human dog, Tickles. They learned the Black Mine had been under siege from a slave uprising below and that only twelve dwarves remained to guard versus potential hundreds. Scrolly informed the party that all access to the floors below were caved in or otherwise blocked. And his strategy was to starve out the slaves until the Toyota host arrived to help retake the mine in one fell swoop. But as the threats of a wandering cyclops 
Highlander Sullivan and the oncoming sandstorm were on approach. The host was currently indisposed, and the oil beards would have to rely on the champions of the rusty cage to use their strength and resourcefulness to help break the siege. Allowing our heroes access to the 999th level of the Black Mine, where the principal's magistrate, Ethanelia, suspected Thailander of hiding. As the main fright elevator was deactivated, our heroes used Stanley's Featherfall magic to jump down 20 levels and take the diplomatic approach to break the siege and save lives. However, when they reached the bottom, they found no life but a corpse living after death and killed it immediately. Stanley used his megaphone to call to the dwarves above and request the elevator be brought up, but it literally woke the dead, and the shaft echoed with the uncountable hisses and curdled cries of hundreds of living dead. Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Does that bring us current? It does, doesn't it? All right. We need a code word. No, that's fine. (laughs) We need a code word for I'm done. Well, I like, I didn't know you were going to do Dark Tack as Ghosts. (laughs) I like your, uh, whatever you were doing there at the end with the sound effects and the whatnot. All right. That's awesome. We're excited. Four of you were on the elevator. Mm. The elevator is about, uh, well, we know exactly 30 feet across and 20. 30, 40, 50, 60 feet wide. Looks like it's used to enable vehicles to drive in and lower and load up and come uh, be brought back up with its payload to the surface. And right now, the four of you are standing on it in the darkness. There was no torches lit, um, but most of you are able to see uh, somewhat as your eyes have adjusted to the dark. There was a loud thud behind you. And as you turn to look in that direction, you see a corpse from a few floors above has walked out into the open space above and fallen down. And there's a sort of zombie with like broken arms trying to lift itself up. And then you hear, and you turn around and you see that there's another one that's just walked onto the, uh, walked on as well. And here they are on the map. Oh, can we see this? I'm going to look. Hold on a second. So check this out. For audio listeners, we're using some virtual tabletop software, Roll20, to visualize where things are, but you should be able to follow along pretty easily. Yeah. We'll jump back and forth to this uh, as it makes sense, but uh, we're we're starting to, we're going to start integration of this for those who are watching so that we can get a little more visual with uh, positioning and fights and stuff like that. So watch for that. Their cries echo out. You hear them distinctly, but all throughout the cavernous halls, as you look up, you see there are various exits on the different floors from different directions. These sort of hole, like these, you know, dug holes. They're not ceremonious walls. They look like, if you imagine like um, like an insectoid race living in some place, having these sort of holes where they're, they're, their rooms would be. It kind of looks like that, except their caves branching off. Okay. And you hear these cries echoing. The 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 shaft fills with <laughs> all kinds of moans, and it's it's like a concert of cacophony or cacophony <laughs> or of cacophonious noise. Anyways, roll for initiative. Oh, okay. Do we use this thing to do it, or no? Uh, you can use whatever you want, whatever dice you have. Oh, all right. I didn't know if we had to use. I'm one. still noting it on my end. I'm not. Okay. I rolled a ten. Okay. Oh, also for Stanley those listening, just the 10. podcast. John uh, Stanley is on uh, 
an old-timey 1940s radio today. That's how we'll, we have it. <laughs> he is called that, in on his megaphone. Yes. Hello. Oh, it is very megaphony. That's a good point. All right, hold on. Sorry. Rolling for initiative. 17. 17. Who rolled the two? Two for me. Okay. Do you have a, a modifier for that? I did three. <laughs> Sorry, and it was uh, 17 for you, Scott? Yeah, 17. I really and don't hope. want to be in front. Uh, 13 for me. 13. Okay. All right, perfect. There actually is a turn order feature in here, so I can... Uh, let's see, it'll be Nash, uh, 17... Pharrell with a three. Yeah, Stanley with a ten and Hope with a thirteen. Okay, so um, so Nash, there as you can see on the map here, there's a zombie to your right on the edge and a zombie to the left, and they both one the one zombie on your left is lying prone and it's trying to push itself up currently. The other one has just walked on and it's sort of wobbling about very slowly. And it's very skinny. It's only wearing a loincloth. This was clearly a miner in a, in a past life, but its head has this giant sweltering red sort of glowing tumor on it. And he's like... Hmm. And as I'm facing them, like from our angle here, they're to my... I mean, they're both to my right on this thing, but if I'm facing forward, one's to my left, one's to my right. And, That's right. And Varel's between me and the one on the right. All right, I'm just getting my bearings here. Um, and that one over there is right next to Hope. Right next to Hope. Well, yes. I don't like that. Those squares are five by five foot squares. So if you want to measure out, there's actually a measuring tool. It looks like a comb for your beard. And you can just measure out. So it's... Oh, right. The one on your left would be 25 feet, and the one on your right would be 25 feet away as well. All right, I would. Um, I'm. I'm in. Uh, do I have a line of sight problem right now? Because she's in my. She's in the way there, and same with Varel. Uh, yes. Okay. So you'd have to move. You can move up to thirty feet in your turn, and you don't. You can break it up. You can move, attack, and then move. But you have up to thirty feet of movement, which is basically six squares. All right. Given her proximity, I don't like. I don't like the danger she's in. So Nash is going to uh, move up five squares, 25 feet uh, and face that creature and fire a fireball at it. So are you able to move your token? I'm I don't wondering. know, but let's try. Go to the arrow, the select move yeah, on top. Yeah, got that. Uh, and then you should be able to drag your token. doesn't let me t grab him. Does, it, does anyone else able to grab their own? No, they have to be uh, tied to our account. Uh, uh, okay, well, you know what? I'll move them for you. All okay, right. for now. So there he is. For now. Yeah. And now watch this, you guys at home. This is going to be great. Watch this. As you run across, before you do that, yeah. the elevator jerks into motion. And everyone sort of just shakes a little bit, and it starts to move up. It moves up at a fairly rapid pace. Okay, so we've got some kind of timed event happening. Great. Um, I'm going to... <laughs> Well, apparently I'm going to draw a orange phallus, and then I'm going to say, that's my uh, move. That's my uh, thing. I'm going to fire a fireball, Bo. Fi not ball. Yeah, no, firebolt. Excuse me. Not a ball. Yes. Uh, and uh, <laughs> it's, and I hope to connect it. So mm -hmm. let's do it. Are you ready? I got to roll for uh, that. It's a spell, attack, spell range attack, right? Yeah. Oh, a four. That's good. 
Okay, so you lift your fingers and you go to launch the, the bolt out, and it whizzes by the zombie who's barely moving. All right, great. As it's getting up. Oh, you get advantage on the roll. It's currently prone. Let's roll oh, another dice. let me roll another die. It's prone. Oh, 15 this time. Okay, and that is a hit. Sweet. I like it. Uh, let's see. How does he... Let's see. Do I do... I don't do damage dice with this, do I? Or do I? Uh, you can, and um, we're gonna and we're gonna let this one slide. But it's actually slightly incorrect. It's only melee range that gets advantage on prone characters. But oh, we'll still, you'll let this one go. Okay, just for future ones. Yeah. Sorry. All right. I just read the prone attack rules. And... All right. I have too many tabs to keep track of here. Hold on a second. So that is a one d ten. Okay. Three. All right, you do three damage to the zombie. Okay, sweet. All right. There, I hit him. He's been hit, and that's all I'll do. All right, uh, next up is Hope. All right, I'll pull out my machete, and I'll mm -hmm. go to attack. And since it's prone, I get advantage, correct? Uh, you do, yes. Okay, perfect. With the melee range. So I roll to smack it with my machete. Just plunge it into the head as deep as I can uh, with a 17. All right, it hits. Sweet, and it does five damage. Okay, so you sink your, your machete into it. Uh, it sinks into the shoulder side, and it's if, like, as if the bone was like liquid. It doesn't, it doesn't connect anything. Usually when you hit with a knife, you expect resistance. It just sinks right in like butter, and the zombie just doesn't move at all. It goes... Aah. Doesn't appear to be affected. It doesn't react like living beings do when they take injury. It continues to rise. Uh, Stanley, you can you can go. All right. Uh, now the one down at the bottom, he's standing up already. He's not prone or anything. Uh, the the one you're hoping Nash is, is prone currently. Okay, he's the only one. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, I am going to uh, throw my rapier into the air as a bonus action and say parlay and send it to attack the bottom zombie. Okay, perfect. Make an attack roll. This one, this one is not prone. It's standard roll. Don't think that's gonna hit, but that's it. Did we lose John? <laughs> uh, it was an eight. Oh, we missed that. Yeah. Hit. Eight. Do you okay, it was an eight. Um, that's a hit. Here, I put your sword on the map, man. Oh, nice! Look at that. that looks great. Oh, yeah, look uh, that. that's twelve damage. 12 damage. Okay, to yep. that one. Perfect. Alright, uh, the, the rapier sinks in. It flies right through the zombie and comes out the other side. The sword's got a bit of a mind of its own in a weird way. Just a uh, rapier just whoops, like, laces in like it's stitching up uh, clothing. The trail of blood sort of flies out from where it exits and it comes out the other side and back in a ready position. And then, with my normal action, I'm going to turn to the zombie over by Hope, mm -hmm. and I am going to use Vicious Mockery upon it. 
Which action and, is this, sorry? Uh, this is a regular a attack action. Oh. The rapier, the rapier is a bonus action. This is my oh, you well, action. you already used a bonus action to summon it. You can only use one bonus action per turn. You don't have unlimited right. bonus action. Right, this is my action. Your action was to attack with it, then. It The thing says it attacks as a bonus action. But you also summoned as a bonus action. Oh, okay. Yeah, so we're going to count that as an action. You can only you have a limit of one bonus action per round. Now, if you have three different bonus actions you can take, you have to pick from the available bonus actions and pick the one you want. I did not know it was a bonus action. So can we transform? That's the only place a... I was confused. Oh, was the sword? Was the sword and doesn't count? Does it get its own action? Like, can you clarify that it, for me? The the text is: you can use a bonus action to toss this magic sword into the air and speak okay. the command word. When you do, the sword begins to hover, flies up to thirty feet, and attacks one creature of your choice. Okay, so it all so, counts as one bonus action. Okay, I thought it was so two. So I read ones. that. As yeah, okay. I'm okay you're with in... it being two, but I read that as one. You're in the right. I just needed the clarification on that. Okay. All right, take your action then. Hold on, so, Kyle. You were going to ask something. Right. What were you asking, Kyle? You had some yeah, question. Yeah, can we transform a move action into something else? Uh, no, but you can transform your action into a dash, which gives you sixty double move speed. Okay, cool. It works that one way. It doesn't work the other way. Gotcha. So if you stay stationary, you don't get two actions. Uh, all right, vicious mockery on the top zombie. Uh, I'm going to say, what has no thumbs and smells like feet? That guy. <laughs> I was hoping it was gonna rhyme. Darn it. Uh, <laughs> okay, what does that require? And also, if the thing's intelligence is so bad, uh, wisdom fourteen save on the zombie. Okay. So it doesn't matter that it's a uh, you know zombie. Okay, cool. <laughs> what is it? A wisdom what? Thirteen? Fourteen. Uh fourteen. Fourteen? Okay. Uh the zombie appears unaffected by your spell. Oh. Oh, oh wait, that's minus. Uh it's still unaffected by your spell. I rolled a nineteen. Oh jeez, that's uh a... why is zombie? Zombie. Zombies just. He's <laughs> a very world traveled zombie. He's got <laughs> books and maps and everything. <laughs> it wasn't a very good insult, to be fair. That insult sucked. Oh, um. now he's throwing it back. Alright, that's my turn. That's it. Alright, uh, Varel. Cool. Are there more raining, or is this currently the battlefield? The, the, the shaft is filled with the cry, like these, there's a choir of, but they're unseen to you currently. But you have a sense based on, there's no light, but you kind of see motion. If you look up a floor at one of the doors, you see motion that these aren't the last of, uh, these aren't the only two beings present. Cool. Alright, I will yell, The dead do not feel pain, and I do not feel remorse for their passing. And I run to the one by Stanley's sword and kick it off the lift. <laughs> okay. Um, a kick. Okay, so this is... Uh, I think this is a new thing that we're doing. It's a push. Oh. Um, yeah, could yeah. a bull rush? Would I, as a well, full action... I know Bull rush is a 4e thing. That's a real. I don't yeah. think bull rush exists here. But let me um, let's let's look it up. Let's do this thing right, guys. 
Yeah, um, hey, we're learning together. I like this. Combat, 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 combat. Actions in combat. And um, if anyone wants to race along with me to try and get to the answer, please do so. I think it's a, um, it's a push. How to Sparta kick in 5th edition. Yeah. There's, you gotta put mashed potatoes in your mouth and then say, this is Sparta, as loud as you can. Actions in combat. <laughs> so we have attack, has spell, dash, disengage, dodge, help, hide, ready, search, who's making an attack. Okay, well, we're just gonna count this as a strength check uh, contest so in order to keep speed the game along, and I'll have to look that up. Uh, we'll have time. Because uh, I don't think there's an actual, there's a literal action for it here. I'm not seeing it. Yeah, an improvised yeah. grapple is what I'm coming across, but... Yeah. There okay. goes a book. Alright. Strength check. Strength contest. 21. And zombie stats, please. 21. Okay, I lose. the zombie loses the contest, and you push it. Five feet, one over. And it, you kick it like... Where do you kick it exactly? There's a railing behind him about waist high. All along this elevator, there's a, you know, rusted metal railing. Um, so you'd have to kick it up higher than his waist, I think. But Yeah, no, like, this is just a normal, like, decrepit, poor slave human. So I figure a nice kick in the chest would kind of cause it to Jackie Chan over the back and and yeah and it has no it has no quick dexterity so it's not like it's going to go whoa and grab anything you give it a firm kick it leaves a footprint in the chest and as you as the foot comes away there's this giant lizard footprint in the chest and it sort of breaks its back you hear a crunch as it breaks its back against the railing and just sort of like like (laughs) this is like flips (laughs) over in this broken pile and falls down without a noise it disappears uh, from sight nice awesome all right the other zombie uh, g- gets up and ooh, it looks up at you with hunger uh, hope and it, it just immediately after getting up uh, makes an attack against you by reaching out violently um, okay and it is a 17. So that's uh, going to be a hit against you. Yep. Yeah. So uh, it reaches out and tries to grab you, but doesn't cling on at all. It scratches your arms kind of deeply and does uh, one point of damage to you. Okay. Yeah. Uh, keep in mind, just in case, because culture stuff, zombies tend to con- tend to contract diseases from zombies. That's not the deal with zombies in D&D generally. So no one's turning into a zombie because they got cut. Just... <laughs> a little meta knowledge. Oh, that's that, good to know. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah. It, it, the post-apocalyptic radioactive scare is not a part of D&D. You can still get sick in D&D, but not from zombies. So right. that's not a thing. Okay. Um, okay. So, um, what's that? Gotta watch out for mummy rot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, mummy yeah. rot. There's plenty of tough things. Zombie, the zombie thing is not one of them. Um, okay. Uh, so, uh, with that said, it's the start of a new round. And as, as these actions happen, uh, you move up two floors on the elevator, and you sort of see a sign that says 18 as you move up. And also from the top, two more zombies fall down prone onto the onto the um, thingamajiggy. Okay. I like the way they drop. That's, that's fun. Yep. That's pretty good. <laughs> they just sort of hit. And they're, they're like... And then as they push themselves up, uh, Nash, it's your turn. Okay. Um, 
I, um, hang on a second, we've got one down there. Um, hmm. I don't know why I'm so compelled to make sure Hope is not dying. I, I, I'm feeling this one, guys, so I'm not going to touch the one that's north of uh, Varel. So, I am going to fire another fire bolt 20 feet and try to hit him. Okay. Hold um, on, attack roll, please. Sure. With your ranged modifier. I don't know if I have one. Oops. That's a wrong yeah, you do. Your spell attack modifier. Oh. Okay, hold on. Where is that? Why is that not here? Uh, so on your character sheet... Which one is it? Be, if you look at your firebolt, it'll tell you plus five to hit. Oh, oh, oh sorry. All right. Yeah. 14, so uh, 19. Yep, you release the firebolt and smacks it square in the head for your damage dice. Fantastic. Uh, let's do... Wait, that wasn't very loud. And my damage dice... Five. Okay, you do five damage uh, to it. It's is the, the the face sort of melts and like splits off as flesh flings off its face and reveals skull, but it still remains undeterred in its actions. Okay. And can I move if I need to right sure. now? Mm -hmm. I want to move. Do you see the spot I'm pointing at? Uh, yep. I want to move there. That's fine. Beware, um, uh, now that we have the map, opportunity attacks may be a thing. So if you move into melee range of one of these guys and then move out, you will be subject to an opportunity attack. But right. where I think you moved, it's not going to be. Yeah, good. there's, I should so be. So you wanted to move here, right? Yeah. There and we go. Done. Okay. Oh, and Varel actually moved to kick that guy off. All right. Uh, anything else? Uh, that's it. I'm going to. All right, hope. Yeah. All right. I'm going to sheathe my machete and I'm going to raise this shotgun and point blank shoot the one in front of me in the face. The one that scratched me. Attack roll. Right. I let it fly with a 23. Oh. Okay. Roll your damage dice. Uh, 13. Okay. That's... Um... Alright. You bring your... Wait a sec. I got to look at the thing first before resolving this. All right, you bring your shotgun up uh, to fire it in the face. Five plus the damage taken. So how much damage was it again, sorry? Um, 13. 13 plus five. Okay, so you bring up the gun to the zombie's head. And a, a giant pile of flesh and viscera just turns into mist. It sprays on your face and on your shoulders, and it sprays behind you against the elevator, and you see pieces of brain hit the wall and then bounce down, um, and the zombie corpse just sort of uh, still continues to move a bit, but then drops to the floor, uh, dead. Nice. Yay, get rid of that one. <clears throat> Alright, well, his corpse is still there. Oh, you can mark him as All dead. Right. Cool. Look at that. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, next, do you want to do anything else before you finish your uh, turn? 
the only thing I would do is then I would kind of like take my hand, wipe some of the blood off my cheek, and then turn and face the zombie that's standing behind me that landed on this more recent. Um, uh, pull past the level. The one that's finish the one that's behind me, right? <laughs> okay, so where are you? Are you moving? No, no, I've just turned around. Okay, just turned around. Okay, um, Stanley's your turn. All right, uh, I think I'm going to move. Uh, let's see. I'm going to move right here. Your sword you or you? That is. Him. Oh, that's right. Your sword's flying around. No, I no, I'm aiming my sword, but Stanley's moving there. Yep. It's not confusing at all. I'm because if I go past 30, <laughs> if I go past thirty feet on my sword, it falls to the ground. Just so you know what I'm doing. Oh, oh. all right. Uh, okay, you've been moved. Then, as a bonus action, I'm going to command the sword to attack this guy here. Make an attack roll. That's an eight. Mm-hmm. Roll your dam- uh, damage dice, please. That is a five damage. Okay. Again, this uh, this blade loops in, stabs it, and comes out the other side. A long piece of black red string cheese it drags out of blood, and, and it drops to the floor like a wet booger. Nice. Yeah. Uh, and then I'm going, let's try insulting zombies again. I'm going to do vicious mockery <laughs> on this fella right there. Uh, insulting I'm, I'm zombies. Going, I'm going to look at him and I'm going to say, in life you were a slave and now you are an undead. I guess you just keep doing what you're good at. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and that's a save uh, versus 14, right? Savage. Uh, Wisdom 15, I believe. Savage. All right. Or 14, you're right, you're right. Uh, Roll your damage dice. Four damage, and he has disadvantage on any attack. Okay, perfect. This guy gets disadvantage. Got it. Um, All right. And... That's so it, it it has no visible effect, but you you feel you feel that somehow it's connected and done damage to him psychically. I'm really zombies just like. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, Did you start crying. Yeah, this is zombie <laughs> tears are being shed. All right, and Varel, it's your turn. All right, I will run to the zombie 10 feet in front of me as my move action. Mm -hmm. I will use my bonus action to enter my rage and roar into the air. At the same time as activating my rage, I will emanate my storm aura and I lighten on fire and within 10 feet of me is a fiery aura. Okay. So, so it, it is a, is a you sort of burst like there's a flame is there a flame Oh totally totally like run up to the guy and then arms you know kind of elbows into the side just scream up at the uh, up towards the top of the shaft just rah, as the fire bursts off me and spins around me in a kind of stormy sandy cyclone of flames and it deals damage if you save 
if you don't save. <laughs> uh, oh, a save is a DC 13 or something like 13. that? 13, yes, to your constitution. Saving throw. Right, okay. Um, yeah, all right. Uh, it, it does this damage. Was it two damage to it? Cool. Yep, two damage. Yeah. And then I will use the hand axe I picked up off the dead zombie chest and make an attack. And this will be a reckless attack. It's a 23. All right, that's it. Four, five, so seven points of raging damage. <laughs> okay. so raging. You sink, so you sink the axe deep into its head, and it almost severs it clean off, but it doesn't go quite through. It sort of just cleaves down instead of through, and the zombie, you know, with an axe in his head, is like... And it doesn't, you know, react to the damage you're taking. It's like, but its head is split open now. Um, but it's still, it's still moving around. Uh, by the way, for friendlies within the fire zone, does it have any impact? Yes, you all have to uh, roll saves if you enter within ten feet of me. Okay, so the sword has to roll save. But it's not automatic, so each turn I roar as a bonus action, and that increases the fire. So, running by me, you don't take damage, and only on the start of my turn, if I choose to do my aura burst again, will I hurt people in the area. So. Okay, so, um, John, can you roll save for your uh, sword? My sword doesn't have stats. Uh, roll a DC 13. Uh, 13. It can certainly be melted. Well, your sword's a weenie sword. I rolled an eight. Okay, it suffers two points of damage. It's still fine, <laughs> but it gets what? burned. So, ta- so wait, he has to remove points of damage to a stat that doesn't exist, though, right? Like, if it doesn't have stats, it doesn't have life points. I'll adjudicate it. it uh, everything has hit points. You can <laughs> perhaps doors have hit points. Because doors have hit points. Ropes have hit points. Beds have hit points. But what if that sword has infinite hit points? Then what? It does not. Oh, okay. If you if you choose to use all your spells on it to destroy Stanley's sword, it will eventually break. All right. Uh, what what about X Men? I mean, could we make a toasty sword together? And now it does bonus damage. Oh, combo it. Ooh, ooh. Toasty I mean, sword. I don't yeah. I don't know if, if I don't think you can magically set it alight. Here's what, if what we I could do. Put it in the shotgun and we shot it out as. You could do that, but how about this instead? What's going on? Here's what we do. You you guys come over to me. You squeeze off a big t- uh, a tumor boil off my back or shoulder. Yeah. And that'll goop it up, make it all sticky. Then you catch it on fire. Now you got yourself a flaming sword. I mean, if I remember, Wolverine okay. literally reflected Cyclops' shot with his blades. He did. That was adamantium. So maybe we're dealing okay. with... Okay, yeah, you got me there. With right. a well, it's made, of a magical, it's made of a magical metal. The circumstances under which it was found, I don't think even Stanley knows what it's made with. Do you, Stanley? It could actually be... It could be adamantium. <laughs> and in that case... Remember, it was found in a, a facility deep underground where experiments were taking place. That's true. It was found floating. Weren't we all? Uh, anyways. Um, you know, I, I'm not saying it's going to get destroyed, John. Don't be sad. All right? Just be careful. Just tell your friend to be careful. He lit it, he, If the fires, you know, hurt it. I don't like anything about this. 
<laughs> well, not my fault. Uh, I'm just the the world, and the world's given you information. That's right. Um, so kind of seems like your fault, but okay. <laughs> law of physics in this world. <laughs> I just noticed right, you so... guys drew a fiery aura around him. That's fantastic. Yep. Yeah. All right. So the zombies. Uh, th that zombie turns around with the axe in his head, looks at you, and goes for an attack. Kyle, sort of. It looks to sort of clutch you with its fingers, and uh, it doesn't. You know, you nimbly dodge out of the way. It's like, ooh, ooh. and then the one near you, Hope, uh, is dead. So the other one, who, uh, <laughs> over facing Nash, basically, he uses half of his movement and he stands up and he's like, and makes a beeline for you, for me, Nash. Now he has disadvantage on his attack roll because of what John did to him, but he makes an attack. Okay. Uh, 13 plus 3. Does 16 hit you? It does, right? I think so. Yes, it does. Oop, that roll didn't work. You take 3 points of damage as it reaches out and sinks its hands into you and its nails are have grown out like unnaturally and uh, uses you like a pincushion. It's got you on the arms and it's like Aah! Nash, your turn. I don't like him at all. Oh, um, wait, before this turn, before yeah. this round starts. Um, so the, the elevator continues moving up. You notice a sign on the right, some crudely drawn paintbrush strokes, 16, and uh, f a bunch more zombies fall, like sort of reach doorways up above you and fall down um, and hit the ground. Boof. 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 And there are now four, uh, four more zombies join the fray. They've all fallen and they don't land on their feet or anything, so they're all prone right now. Um, they land. Okay, Nash, now you can go. Good lord. Okay. Um... Oh, man. I hope I left you in a worse position than you were before. No, Nash. Believe in yourself. I'm a fighter. I go, what the hell's wrong with this elevator? <laughs> <laughs> Are they getting on on stops? Like, I don't get it. Anyway, hey, there's one behind me, and he's still on me, right? He's hanging on me? Yeah, he's hanging on you. All right. He doesn't have you grappled, though. You can easily disengage from, from this. Okay. I wanna... like, there'll be an opportunity attack if you move out of melee range, but, like... I want to whip around, and I want to take my staff uh, with its big, ample nail in the middle of it, and I want to try to slam that into the side of his head. Uh, so okay. it's just a physical attack. Like a with that melee thing. attack, a two-handed attack, I assume. Yep. Okay. Um, hold on a second. Okay, so that is. Help me understand this. It's a one d six damage, but it says there's also in parentheses one d eight next to it. I don't know what that means. Yeah. So one d six is a one-handed strike, and one d eight is a two-handed strike. Oh, okay. It's a versatile weapon, so you can choose. That's okay. Why I All right. Now I understand. All right. So, is this? It's not a guaranteed hit, though, is it? I got to do. I got to do hit. We got to do an attack roll. Yeah. Attack roll sixteen. All right. It's a hit. Okay. And my damage will be. 1d8 plus your strength modifier, although I think that's zero for you. Right. Uh, that would be seven. Okay. You do. You, you bring your staff down with two hands, the nail, you connect, 
right in its head. It pops one of its eyes out as the nail comes out. Just, the eye hits you right in the forehead, boom, and just oh, <laughs> falls down onto the ground. And uh, yeah, I mean, it looks bloody. It looks messy. The zombie looks undeterred. All right. It All says right. In response. Uh, as a, and I can do a final movement, right? You can't move. Beware of opportunity attacks. Right. That's getting harder in here to avoid those. I mean, since he's next to me, he can do an opportunity attack if I try to move. If you away move from outside him. of melee range from him, he will. You will grant him an, an attack right away against you. All right. I'm not going to move then. I stay here. And I and I have the look of desperation on my on what little of my face you can see in my hood, and I, this is not something Nash Magard of the Solar Minds <laughs> is happy about. <laughs> yes. All right, Hope, it's your turn. Remember, those of you that have inspiration, you don't forget about it in case you need it. You took mine away, so I don't currently have it. Yeah, you're you got uh, yours taken away. Yeah. That's and um. So do I? Would I declare inspiration before I roll, or can I have a bad roll and go? I. You know what? Inspiration uh, for this yeah, one. Yeah, you can you can use it as you like in that way. Oh, cool, sweet. All right. Well, I'm gonna aim for the big boy in the corner, ten feet north of me. Okay. With the shotgun, I'm gonna load it up and I'm gonna shoot. Uh, sixteen. It's a hit. Roll your damage dice. All righty. We're looking at a twelve damage. All right. You load up a barrel. The bullet flies into its head. It just sinks in, comes out his arse. There's a spray of blood because he's prone, right? So you just shoot it and it tra- traverses his body out the other end. And it just, again, it looks like it's got a big hole in its head now, but it looks undeterred. It goes, <laughs> it's not. It doesn't, They're determined, you know? I like that. <laughs> uh, that's All good right. stuff. Um, anything else? No, I'm just gonna get ready for the next round. Okay. Just to speed up combat a little bit, so because you guys have rolled as low as an eight and hit, so just keep that in mind. If you roll anything that's higher than an eight, it will it will hit. Oh, okay. At this point, no, that's so good you can know. just roll your damage dice right away just to speed things along. All right. uh, Stanley, your turn. All right, uh, I'm going to have my sword, seen as it apparently can't be near Varel. Uh, as a bonus action, fly over and hit this fellow. Okay. Uh, and hit. It's okay, roll your damage dice. That is a nine. All right, so the sword loops in again, uh, causing nine damage. Okay, and it sort of loops out again, and this little spaghetti string of blood flies out of it as it stabs <laughs> it through the right side of its neck out the left side, and re uh, and, and re- itself uh, in front of the thing. Yeah, the zombie goes. Aah! They're really exciting villains, these zombies. Like, uh, <laughs> says in response. Uh, any other moves on your part? Uh, yes. Uh, he's still up and going, mm-hmm. I take it? Yes. Um, Alright, I'll go ahead and do a, a vicious mockery on him again. That okay. same one. 
Okay, right, to give, right him, give him by... chain to chain your disadvantage. Uh, okay, it fails. Roll your damage dice. That is four damage. All right, you do four damage to it, and it 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 makes this weird face, like it's actually <laughs> thinking. <laughs> and I it just sort of stops me. there. It stops. It stops making noise. It makes a weird face, and it's just kind of standing there, catatonic. Uh, <laughs> Where else? Your turn. I'm gonna move. Wait, I'm gonna move up uh, to here. Up okay. five. Done. Cool. All right. Uh, <laughs> I will flex my ore with a bonus action. I will not suffer the dead. And in a ten foot radius, the fire spreads around me. Okay. So there's two DC. Three three saves I think I have to make, right? Right, because it's 10-foot aura. Yeah, yeah. All right. And this is DC what again, sorry? 13. 13 constitution. Okay. Okay, so this one doesn't... The farthest one doesn't take any damage from your, your wave. Okay. But these two, they both suffered two points of damage, right? Yep. So the flames shoot out from you, and they sear the flesh off of these two. Um... And it begins to smell like cooked human, like zombie humans. Smell. It doesn't smell delicious. It smells vile and foul. But the skin on them begins to purify, and they're sort of bubbled up now. <laughs> like all over their puckmark, skinny slaver faces, or slave faces. Uh, their their flesh in the front bubbles up. In the back, they're fine. <laughs> Continue on. Uh, have there's multiple outfits that have landed in the minis. Have are they noted as being more powerful or armored? Uh, so um, doing a you want to do a survey of, of just looking at because they all appear like very thin. They're very thin, like they look like malnourished, you know, slave workers in this mine. Haven't seen the sunlight in years. They're very skinny, very bony. Um, but of course, they have a bluish gray tint to their skins now, and their faces are contorted in these painful ways. But this guy up by Nash or within five feet of Nash isn't wielding bonus armors or weapons or anything like no, that. No, no. Okay. He made the, he just made the save against your. Cool. Against cool. Your thing. All right. Yeah, I'm using different models, but it's just it's nonsense. Sweet. Right. Going with the World of Warcraft, they're a different color, therefore they're ten levels <laughs> higher, right? <laughs> No, sorry. Okay, perfect. Actually, I'll I think will, about that next time. But yeah, no. I will bring down my axe on the one in front of me okay. that I was wailing on previously. Mm-hmm. It's a reckless attack. A twenty-three. Okay. For ooh, eleven points of damage. Okay. Uh, all right. You bring your. It's is it? You have one axe in hand, right? Is it a one-handed right. or two-handed? It's a one-handed like hatchet. Okay. So um, you bring you bring the axe down violently on it from the top of the head, and your axe, like butter, slices through the whole thing from head to, to crotch, and the body just <laughs> <laughs> like pulling apart to like a. I don't know, a piece of toast or something, uh, like a p- pizza pocket. Like, you just took a pizza pocket and pulled it apart. <laughs> this giant, like, eruption of black red blood 
flies up and the corpse the side of each corpse falls down on either side Hold and on. it writhes a little bit but it's kind of pizza pockets they got up there in Canada as you as you bring the as you bring the the, the axe down it hits the, the 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 metal of the elevator shaft and makes a spark this bright sort of shoots out and um it's it's annihilated I'm all about it oh, I love pizza pockets mm-hmm. all right so do you have anything further for your turn no, I'll remain where I am. All right. Uh, so the zombie next to you, Varel, immediately, uh, you know, sort of, it's like he loses his footing and rushes and sort of like a drunken sort of walk and makes a wild attack at you. Um, it misses, flies overhead. Uh, this zombie here also, um, since you're making the most noise and light, walks towards you and makes an attack as well. Uh, this one connects. Uh, you take two points of, or sorry, not two, um, three points of damage as it's as it latches onto you very strong, like, and sort of grips your scales and pulls them off, pulls one off a little bit, and sort of pulling out your your flesh from underneath, and it's actually quite painful. Um, it's bludgeoning damage. I don't know if you have resistances or you're granting any bonuses. Your rage doesn't that give you advan- the the enemy's advantage on you? I used a reckless attack, so you had advantage, but you hit. Uh, I okay. am resistant to bludgeoning, so but it's rounded up. Half against damage, re- half damage rounded up. So I take yeah. two out of a three. You take two right? out of three. Yep. Cool. All right. Um, cool. Uh, now uh, Nash, the one in front of you, who mm-hmm. sunk his hand, but you sort of loosened yourself. It comes at you again, just this relentless attack. Uh, as a zombie tries to grab you again, that does it. it goes. Ah, 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 it makes a nasty face in front of you. Um, this one here, one, two, three, four. Attracted by the bright light and noise that's happening, walks towards Varel to, to attempt to attack him as well. Uh, and misses. He's, he comes on over, he's like, what's up over here? He tries to attack. <laughs> and this one, since you're the closest flesh, uh, Ling, uh, Hope approaches you, uh, let's say right over there, and makes an attack roll, and plus, no, that's going to be a miss as well as it tries to, to swing and grab you. And the screams of these, like, ah, eh, ah, fill up the hallway as more zombies uh, descend from below and rain down uh, and drop down where you are. Um, so let's see. Now one falls here. Oop, that's not what I wanted. Another one falls down. And then behind you. And then right next to Stanley. Um, four more zombies hit the hit the um, hit them. They're all prone, uh, so I'm gonna unmark some of these. Um, the f- elevator moves up another two floors, and the elevator begins to buckle a little bit. There's a lot of you know, just feel like a every time one uh, hits now, this elevator shakes a little bit and buckles as the chains and the pulleys as loud as the elevator rises. Um, Nash, it is your turn now. Okay. Um, I mean, Varel is surrounded. Can you give me? Can you give me a DM check on how the how the ceiling? How high? How high is the? Not the ceiling, but like it, we're dropping. So it's just uh, is it kind of unlimited space above his head? You're going up. Oh, we're going, going up. Okay, so eventually yeah, we're gonna. Stanley called the elevator up, so the dwarves at the top are now bringing you guys up. Okay. Um, but you can't see the top of the hole. It's pure pitch blackness, and you don't have dark vision, so 
your vision is extremely limited. Um, uh, even here, you can see thanks to the light that Varel's emanating. There's like a flame uh, circle glowing from him, but okay. it's very dark. All right. Well, I see this flow, this glow, and I know he's there. So I yell. We're gonna put a little RP in here since we have much yet. I go, Varel. Varel. Shit, he can't I, hear me. <laughs> I'm screaming in a rage and summoning fires and such. Well, then I won't get your permission to double size you, for, so forget it. All right, so then uh, I turn around. I see I see that sword floating there from Stanley. and go, I don't like your sword. I don't trust it. And then I, <laughs> and then I look at the... <laughs> And then I look at the zombie that's been giving me so much grief right next to me. I am going to uh, point blank him right in the face with a with a fireball. Okay. As exciting as that sounds. Actually, I take that back. Uh, am I in danger? If I acid splash, am I endangering the sword? Mm, does it, it was the targeting on? on I thought splash. it was. Uh, hold on a second. If it's not an area, then you're fine. Acid splash, cantrip, sixty foot range. Uh, creature range. So within five feet well, of each other. You choose other. one creature. You choose the creatures it affects. So okay, so this isn't going to have like a splash on effect. No, no, it's not an AOE spell. All right, I'm going to do that instead then. Um, okay. Into the face, uh, or the body, or the whatever of this of this dude. So it's got to succeed on a dexterity throw. Ooh, boy, zombies dexterity is bad. Mm. Okay, I fail. Okay, I thirteen save. Give you. What's this one d six? Oh, six. All right, six points of damage on this mm-hmm. guy. Yep. All right, the the acid splash. I've actually got a roll here. Uh, two plus the DC is plus the damage taken. Five. Oh, okay, so uh, you splash it with with acid. And the thing just, just in it. its head melts just into this like can- it looks. If you could take a human and make it look like a candle, like almost like Indiana Jones, it just melts in front of your face into a pot, into a puddle of um, fleshy, smelly. It smells acrid because of the acid, but also fleshy has this like rotten flesh smell. Okay, and uh, it, it turned you turned into a puddle. Sweet. Take that, you foul piece of shit, I say. And my turn is done. The zombies all go, Alright, um, yep, I hope your turn. Alright, I'm going to get my shotgun ready and shoot the one in front of me another time. A second, mm-hmm. second, third time? I don't know. Couple. Uh, I don't. I don't know. You don't know either. You're just in a rage, like. Ah, <laughs> yeah. So and it doesn't matter. You don't know how many times. Roll an attack roll, please. Feels good. All right. Would an eight be glancing? Uh, eight hits. Oh, okay. Perfect. Yeah, it's no anything glancing. eight or it's uh, anything lower than no eight. No glancing. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Uh, twelve damage. Twelve damage to it. Okay. Uh, so you you line up the gun again and go to fire it. This is the one with the hole in its head where you shot it through its corpse, but this time you do it again, the head explodes into a puff of, just into a mist. <laughs> like, like taking a melon and just exploding it to a fine mist, but the little piece you know, hits the walls all around and uh, of course you're doused in it as well 
and um, it hit the body, just drops to the ground immediately. Just blow it up. You're the best. Awesome. You're our best well, weapon in the arsenal. I'll there and I'll make eyes with the one furthest from me and get okay. ready. Perfect. Uh, Stanley, your turn. All right. For its fourth attack, uh, my sword is going to. I like fly. you just showed up, Hope. Because <laughs> Hope, sorry, Hope was like, I don't know how many attacks have I done. Stanley's like, for my oh, fourth attack. I have to keep track of it. <laughs> That's true. Your magic sword is connected to that. Yeah. Uh, I'm just, yeah, I'm just giving I, you a hard time. I just thought it was really funny juxtaposition. I have oh to count, though. It's work to have a magic sword. Uh, <laughs> it, it's going to fly over and hit this guy. All right. You send it to it. Roll your attack dice. That's a hit. That is 11 damage. 11 damage. Okay, perfect. So this one, you send the sword straight through the face of this thing and uh, it makes a big hole where its eyes and nose are and mouth. There's just this big hole where the head is. Like if you picture a melon with a giant hole in the middle, that's what this thing's head looks like as soon as the sword pops through it. It continues to move, however. You did 12 damage to it? 11. 11. Okay. So I'm just, I'm just marking the damage on it. Um, yeah, so there's a big hole now in this zombie's face. It doesn't have a mouth, eyes, or nose. They, like, that just all sort of got pushed out and fall down the hole behind it. Um, but it's still moving around. Like, uh, it's just this, well, it doesn't make a noise, so it's a gurgling you hear from the esophagus that's poking out of the hole in the head. So I then extend my hand to catch it as the sword returns to me automatically after the fourth. Okay, so I'm just going to take it off the field then. It comes back to you. And use it to stab this guy right next to me. Okay, you get advantage on that attack. Oh, do you catch it as you bring it down? That's awesome. Yes. <laughs> I'm so stoked about it. I'm glad you are too. <laughs> so uh, move. All right, that hits for sure. Mm-hmm. And that's eight damage to that. Okay, perfect. And uh, do you stab it anywhere in particular, or do you want me to let to decide for you? Uh, you know, where do you put the uh, hole? <laughs> Stanley aims for the head. Okay, you put a hole in its head too. <laughs> pull it out, and it's stringy, <laughs> stringy, stringy red, red, black blood cheese. Um, let's get more up. farty as we go. I like it. <laughs> soft, the soft. Mellow or soft bodies of zombies are, you know, pretty great. Yeah, yes. Pretty gross. Yeah. Um, all right, uh, Varel. All right, I will turn to the one that hit me with its little claws there and just roar in its face, activating. Ooh, look what I did, apparently. Whoops. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, 10 foot radius all around me. Flames. Flames. All right. Attacking is... four zombies. Four zombies. Okay. Lots. Whoa, I rolled two 20s out of that 40 20. Um, okay, so you affect two of them. The two, uh, this one here uh, takes two, and the other one takes two. The one to your directly to your north and one to the southwest of you. Uh, they take. They suffer fire damage from your pulse. As the flames jet out again, whoosh, and they light up the room. And when you light up the room, you see all, all kinds of like zombie shadows on the walls and stuff like that. It just flares out this giant ball of light. 
And as I do that, I'll bring both hands together over my head with my hatchet and slam it down on the one that's been attacking me. Uh, Reckless that attack. Would be, that would be the top left one? Uh, yeah. The, the, okay, point the one in the dress. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was attacking me earlier. Gotcha, gotcha. I'm, uh, I'm all 21 good. on that attack. And 11 points of damage. 21 on that attack. Yep, 11 points of damage. All right, you sink you sink your axe into it, cutting its head again into two pieces, and it's like existing, but like ah, and there's gurgling coming out of the esophagus that you can see that is exposed. Um, however, it's continue it continues to move undeterred. It's going to require second strike. You're quite positive. It's a uh, thirsty work cutting down zombies. Now the zombies all around you, um, the ones that are up and about, they all form like this circle around you and try and, and key, like close in on you with their attacks. Um, all but one miss. And one of the one behind you grabs you on the shoulder, sinks its claws into your shoulder and just digs down as if your flesh was its, its Play-Doh that it's trying to play with and does five points of damage to you. Ooh, three. Yep. Actually, are you granting uh, advantage to all these around you? I am, yeah, yeah, those are reckless attacks. All right. Um, sorry, we got a few rerolls to do here. Uh, what's your AC again? Sorry, is it 13? 14. 14. Okay. Um, you dodge the attack. The, every, no, no change. Cool. Uh, the zombies all around now uh, all sorts start to get up. I have to make sure just to move them 15 feet, actually. I think I might have moved one more than the 15 feet I should have. But the four zombies that have just fallen slowly start to rise up and uh, the one next to you Stanley makes an attack roll against you um, and it misses reaches out tries to swing you doesn't do anything again uh, attracted by the light uh, that you've emanated that's 10 or 5 10 15 this one uh, stands next to you and makes an attack against you Vorel uh, it hits as it sort of stumbles its way over to you excitedly, does four points of damage to you. Sure. Um, yeah, how much HP do you have, by the way? Just curious. 25. Okay. Um, and this last one approaches you, Hope. Again, that's 15 feet. It's good. And it misses as it attempts to attack you yet again. All right. Um, now the elevator begins to pick up an acceleration. And the, uh, it begins to move floors at quite a rapid pace, and you see the tenth floor assigned for the tenth floor fly by. Um, but there's still more zombies falling down from the sky, and actually one zombie makes its way down, and then another zombie just falls by the elevator and continues on, <laughs> <laughs> continues on down. <laughs> you see rain down. That's awesome. Um, as it flies forward. Uh, Nash, your turn. Okay. Might be my favorite thing we've ever seen ever. <laughs> it um, just goes. Ugh. So, guy next to me's dead, right? That's what the X means. Those are dead, right? Just yeah. making sure. Yeah. Okay. Mark so the one that's next to Stanley. Um, I feel like Pharrell needs help, but I really can't see him, so I'm not going to go do anything there. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, the one that's right next to Stanley, I'm going to turn on it. And I am going to put it to sleep. 
So zombies sleep. Well, see, that's the question. I don't know. Spell says it's magical slumber. You're good. Okay. So (laughs) solved. (laughs) Magical, magical slumber. Yeah. All right. Oh no! Ooh, 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 ooh! Undead and creatures immune to being charmed aren't affected by this spell. Oh, okay. All right. Well, then that answers that. Let me look at the zombie thing and see what it says. His damage immunities to poison and condition immunities to poisons, but it's not immune to charm, actually. I mean, zombies are, like, the weakest of all the undead things you can think of, so... Right. Okay. Okay. Oh, no, I'm sorry, I'm misreading this. It's undead, full stop, and, full stop, creatures immune to being charmed, full stop. Okay. So, yeah, it will, it will not work on undead. Damn it, we didn't solve it. No All right, well, we're going to get some... We're going to go... <laughs> it was uh, dramatic. <laughs> I, I, I turned to the zombie. Stanley's there, and I'm thinking to myself, here's what I think in my head. I go, if I expect to have any uh, prestidigitation later, I should do a favor for Stanley. Because <laughs> this is all in my head. I'm not saying it out loud. Uh, and so I look at Stanley, I look at the zombie, and I think... I know what to do. And then I yell, Winter is coming! And I look at him and I cast uh, Frostbite onto mm-hmm. that zombie that's next to Stanley. Okay. And the way this works is same with the whole saving throw you have to do. If it's better than eight, I get it. But also, let's see, it does cause numbing frost to form on one of the creatures that you can see within range. Target must take a constitution th- saving throw. On a failed save, the target takes 1d6 cold damage and has disadvantage on the next weapon attack roll it makes before the end of the next turn. So it really just slows them and doesn't freeze them. It's like, it's like, it's like Vicious Mockery, but it's 1d6 damage. Yeah, instead. yeah. It, does, and, it hurts him instead of... It hurts him physically instead of emotionally, like, like Stanley okay. would. So um, cold shoots out from your fingers. Winter comes out of your hand. Yeah. Yeah. And it sprays onto him, and you do your damage. Yeah. Uh, hold on a second. That's uh, oh, that was really quiet. I would like to play that again. There you go. That's my sound. Uh, my damage is a one d six. So let's see how that did. That gave me a six again. Yay! Oh, good. Um, best you could hope for, right? Yep. Uh, okay. So uh, it, it it appears to like it gets these little icicles on its beard and face and its hands and it's like in re- reaction to it. <laughs> so it has all this frost on its hands and face. It's like, all right, these little icicles. Perfect. I will end my turn there, and I and I wink at Stanley with my one good eye, like, "Hey, yo, so look what I did for us." <laughs> All right. Stanley <laughs> makes a face back at Nash, like, "What?" and then goes back to what he was doing. <laughs> All right. Look, I can't expect all my 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 righteous deeds to be accepted for what they are. It's totally fine. My turn is over," says Nash Maggard of the Philip. <laughs> What Kenny are you talking about, Nash? I'm gonna start humming a little song to myself as I load up my shotgun and get ready to shoot this guy in front of me. Nod my head. It's been fun, you know? It's been a good day. These guys are dying pretty easy. It hits. What are we doing? We're doing 14 damage. Alright, 14 damage to it. Again, the bullet hits his chest. uh, Shoots a giant hole into it as like uh, 
explosion of blood, like this jet of blood flies out from behind it. In reaction, it goes, <laughs> So a lot like you. Guys. <laughs> so much for saving the slaves. Um, yeah, anything else you need to do on your turn? Nope, just getting ready for the next round. Stanley. All right. Uh, inspired by Varel, perhaps foolishly, <laughs> and seeing a frosty zombie man in front of me, I'm going to grab him and try to throw him over the side of the railing. Oh, I love this. Okay, so you're going to grapple the zombie? Yeah. You're going to try and pick him up and throw him, not do the... Well, not, not pick him up, but you know that thing where you momentum grab him and... Yeah, you know, it's got to it's gotta be a grapple in this case, because unless you move around to push him, like, because uh, the way Varel did it, the direction he was in was like a body check, although you could you could do the same, so it's up to you. Either way, it's a strength check, so... Okay, either way, I'm equally bad at it, so we'll just say uh, DM's choice. And roll a... It's it's a strength contest, right? Yeah. Uh, I rolled a 14. All right. You put your hands on him. Where exactly? Oh, you said DM's choice. You put one hand on his neck, the other hand on his, like, uh, under his, uh, between his legs. (laughs) (laughs) That was the last time DM's choice was ever given. (laughs) (laughs) That's what happens Put one hand on his chest, one hand between his legs, cup him firmly. Um, his, uh, you feel his undead little pecker in there, and then you just <laughs> lift him up and throw him over the side. And he goes, and in response, he's like, Arr. and he goes, and as he falls, I just say, Was it good for you? And then press to digitate your hand. That's what I do. <laughs> um. Undead testicle hand. Uh, let, let's see. Then uh, I am going to uh, let's try something a little new here, a little different. <laughs> Hold on, I gotta pull it up. I'm still I've never thinking about it. undead pecker, and I, I can't believe I said that. That's I know you good. are. Well, know and you, you said are. it a second thanks, time too. <laughs> thanks, thanks, John, for giving me that opportunity. It's all good. You know, I'm here to help. Uh, all right, so. Seeing his, uh, his allies flanked, especially Varel, who has uh, attracted a lot of attention, um, Stanley focuses in on the powers that he usually summons to be inspiring, but instead of his eyes going the characteristic pink that it usually does, they instead shimmer a soft silver, almost like a cat's eyes reflecting light, and not even knowing the meaning of the words... He says, Alit Orish Yataldin. And all of you receive five temporary hit points and can now move five feet in any direction for free if you so choose. You will not get an opportunity attack. Hmm. Oh. Okay. And it's, it's immediate. You can do it right now. Can... Yeah, this is this is your chance if you want to do it. Are there any limits on what Varel can? Ex- I mean, does he know this? Does his character? Would his character know that he's got now the ability to get the hell H out and reposition it's, it's himself? It's magical. Inspired. Yeah. Okay. Inspired. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I won't move because I've got so many attached to me, and I like my position. I don't really need to but move Hope, anyway. For example, could yeah. Yeah, I'll move down south 
one square, the five yeah. foot. No opportunity attack then for that. Okay. That's Nash? I'm gonna. S- It's only five feet, so it's one of the squares around you. Yeah, I'm just there's not a huge advantage right now because that guy's dead in front of me. Um, so he's unless a puddle, you wanted a puddle to unleash like a thunder wave or something. Yeah, but how, if much, I, how far can you move? Five feet. Yeah, five. five. Okay. I mean, I would. <clears throat> I'd love to thunder wave, but Varel's in the middle of it. You took safety magic. Did said I? a voice from the past. Oh, I forgot yeah. I did that. You have careful spell. You can use sorcery points to careful spell and make your effects not affect certain people. Okay, then what choose. I'm going to do is move... Oh, sorry. Let me get the thing. You see it? I'm going to move there. You can, okay. On. Uh, did you just... I don't know who that was. Yeah, it was Stanley's turn currently, so you can only move five feet, so you want to move there for now? Uh, no, I wanted to move here. Sorry. this. Sorry. There. Okay. The reason for that is it puts me in a better cone to maybe catch that guy, but it gets everybody in this shot right here. If I, okay. if I decide to do that on my turn. So, yes, I'm, I'm now right below Hope. All right. <laughs> hey, if Hope ever um, dies in this game, I, do we say we've lost all hope? Do we do that? Is that what we're supposed to yes. say? Okay. Yeah, but that's not an appropriate way to mourn. There are real people named Hope, and I'm sure that's not on any Hope's epitaph. Yeah, that's true. We've lost all hope. <laughs> if my name was Hope, I'd request it. That's pretty good. <laughs> uh, okay, anything else you want to do in your turn, Stanley? Everyone's inspired and moved. They've got their temporary five-hit points. Can I, can I make a quick uh, comment about Stanley? You're, we've, I put a temporary photo in for John today because he's not on video with us today, and it's just this sort of half, like almost Mona Lisa smile thing that we got from like an old episode of core and it's just, you haven't budged. So it doesn't matter what we say. It looks like you're being totally sarcastic about it. It's awesome. Anyway, go ahead. I like that. Uh, I'm going to move, uh, here. Done. Wait, does that put me within 10 feet? No, I'm going to move one, just one up. Okay. And that's it. That's my turn. Okay. Evorel. All right. I will do my aura burn in the 10 feet around me. All right, that's five zombies <laughs> in your area. I'm going to have to roll them in my box so they don't fall all over the place. Okay, save 13, right? Yep. Constitution. Okay. Um, it's a, You affect two of the zombies uh, closest to you. Excellent. So this one takes an additional two points of damage. I gotta remember to push enter after entering information. And this one takes two. Alright. Whoosh! Flames jet out from you yet again, searing the flesh. Some of them that have taken a couple of searings look like, you know, a steak cooked on one side, just blackened, hard, crusty flesh. Perfect. Uh, the one in front of me that had the axe embedded in its head, mm-hmm. I am going to so I flex my aura, and then I'll let go of the axe and kind of double Kirk fist and slam it down on top of the axe to kind of hammer it deeper. You're hammering the axe? Okay, roll an attack roll. A 17. All right, and damage dice, please. Ah, for the axe. We'll count this as an axe attack. Nine. Okay. Uh, so you sink it down deep, uh, and it... Um, 
It's almost like it goes, it's like you shoot it like a projectile, so you just hammer it, boom, and then it falls, ding, to the ground, a big spark comes Aww. out, and again, you pizza pocket this guy, and it just splits into two, and just falls into two pieces on the ground. And um, I will I will look over my shoulder at the guy who's still grabbing my, grabbing my shoulder there with his hand, it's all crispy. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's crispy. He's crispy. All right, uh, and that's it. You're just gonna stay. That's that's your end of actions for the turn. Okay. Yep. So the elevator uh, begins moving up again. You see it move up to the sixth floor, uh, and the zombies all around you are gonna take an attack, including this one. Makes his way up over there, um, and this guy here gets up from being prone, and is just attracted to this crazy light that looks delicious. So one, two, three, four, five. And you're granting advantage? Uh, that was them? not a reckless attack, but I am okay. flanked, so maybe that's giving advantage? There's no flank in 5e. Oh. Yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah, it is. Um, but, um, so only if you make a reckless attack, you grant the, the advantage to the yes. sailors, right? Okay. All right. Uh, armor class again, please. Just a reminder. 14, 13, right? 14. Okay. Uh, all right. So uh, the zombies uh, circle around you. This time it's becoming overwhelming as they all latch onto you and grab on <laughs> and grab you and start to like, you can feel their weight pulling down as they, as they uh, jump and four of them manage to get their hands into you and start scratching and cutting you up. Uh, four, five, six, seven, eight plus four different zombies. It's, you take 12 points of damage. As they circle you and begin to slice into your flesh, and, and you just drag, you're like, as they drag you down and they just, just circle you. And, and like for the outsiders, all you see is this massive, of, of limping bodies start to pull the seven foot tall Varel down the peg um, as he's becoming overwhelmed. Uh, okay, and uh, the, they already moved the elevator up. And again, you hear the cries of more zombies ooh, ooh, as they fall down. Boosh, randomly. Boosh, randomly. Boosh. And then one goes to fall on top of you, Nash. I need you to roll a dexterity save to move out of the way. Holy shit! All right. Um... <laughs> that was really... Well, whatever. Uh, 16. I don't, okay. Wait, 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 wait. You're going to sidestep it. You notice it. Your spidey sense goes off. You hear like a sound above you, and you and you which you got to step out of the direction five feet. I'm going to go uh, so I can choose which side or which direction. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. go to the to the uh, to the. I said, be if I'm looking down, it's to my my little character head's left. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Boom! The zombie falls down there. How many put three down so far? Yeah, three. Boosh. Boosh. That's five. That's six. Boosh. Falls down next to Stanley. All right. Uh, Nash, it's your turn. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> uh, let's see. Hold on. Let me get into there. Okay. Um... <laughs> There are, too, there are too many, I yell. And uh, I've had it <laughs> with this bullshit. So I'm going to cast Thunder Wave. Okay. 
Uh, it's in a, except it's only in a 15 foot cube. Hold on. It's 15 foot cube. So that's three squares from your circle. So let me draw, I'll draw it out for you. Okay. What it would be. Uh, okay. So it's not bad. Polygon lines. So. All right. I want to do that and I want to use careful magic, but I don't remember how to do that. And thank you, John, for reminding me because I forget. You're welcome. We all want to see it. It's a fan favorite. Yeah. And um, what's great is it's Varel's in it, but I can help him. So like you help see my you. square that I drew? Yeah. Those are all the creatures that would be affected by... It's wow. They're within a 15-foot radius of you. Right. So if I'm... 15, 15. So John will get hit, obviously. That's 20, so nothing over there. Those guys will get you hit. Have two, you have two friendlies in the zone. You're missing a... Your, your thing should go down one more, because look. No, you're, oh, that's you were dragging from the wrong. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. I'm sorry. So this is my zone. Yeah, so you hit one, two, three, four, five, six zombies. No, seven. One, two, three, four, no, five, six, seven. Seven, seven, zombies. seven zombies in range right now of your thunder. And, and two of my friends. So... Wait, is John? Yeah, he's in it too. So, uh, remind me how to do careful magic. I don't remember how to do it. Um, I have to look it up. So oh, I feel bad. Hold on. Careful, me... careful spell. When you cast a spell that forces other creatures to make a saving throw, you can protect some of those creatures from the spell's full force. You spend one sorcery point and choose a number of those creatures up to your charisma modifier. Uh, chosen creature automatically succeeds on its saving throw. So you have a charisma modifier of plus three. Plus three. So you spend one point, and mm -hmm. up to three creature friendly creatures are protected from save having to make a saving throw. Okay, perfect. That's what we're doing. All right, perfect. So you sp sp expend one of your sorcery points on your character sheet, please. Yep. Where, I forget where these All right. are, too. And so them. now Stanley and Hope will not receive any damage from your Thunder Wave. All right. It's like we got to level three, and now you can use the full extent of your power. It's great. <laughs> you don't have to be PTSD anymore uh, from level one when you didn't have sorcery points. That's right. Um, so I'm going to have to roll seven saving throws. Is yes, that yes, uh, you the are. deal here? Mm -hmm. uh, and it's a constitution three. Seven saving throws. And it's a constitution. Okay. And you, let's do this publicly. You want to have fun rolling? Yeah, let's do it. Six D twenties. Yeah, all right. I'm gonna roll it. Hang on. Um, I've got it up so people can see it. Six D twenty. Roll. There it is. Oh no, I cleared it. Shit. <laughs> it's all right. I forgot it up. If you need it, it's our first time. Okay. Uh, you, you guys. Oh, I can see all the results here. I guess. Yeah. Oh I my god. Um, so 12, 14, 10, 14, 10, 8. Okay. So two of them save. So pick one, two, three, four. I get to pick oh, the I, ones I, that. Did. I missed a. I missed a dice. Actually, I got to roll one more. Sorry. Okay. It's seven. Twenty. Jeez. Oh, that's twenty. All right. So pick four of them to be affected by your spell. All right. So I didn't realize I could pick which four. That's cool. Um, I'm letting. Yeah. I think probably I need to pick, but we're just having a bit of fun. So. All right. So I would like to do the one next to Stanley. Mm -hmm. The one closest of uh, Hope and I. Sure. Uh, so that's two. Uh, and then uh, the one that's near the bottom of my range that's heading toward Varel. Uh, okay, this guy right this here. This guy, sure. yeah. I guess I could be showing you there. Yeah. All right, I've marked him with green marks. And then this dude here. 
don't know if you saw him. Yeah, yeah. I see that. And mm -hmm. then that's three, right? Yep. And then this guy right here next to us. Okay. All right. So the spell is effect. Um, each creature on a failed save, they take 2d8 thunder damage. So you're going to have to roll 2d8 four times, please. Okay. So here we go. And actually, you don't have to do it a few times because this guy... F this guy's going to fall off the edge, and so is this guy. Uh, so sorry, this guy's going to fall off the edge. This guy's going to fall off the edge. So you have to do it twice. Please. Okay, so two 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 d eights twice. Yeah. <laughs> no, two d eight twice. Sorry, two d eight. That's what I meant. I'm not thinking. All right. <laughs> You're going to sneak in that extra damage. Six and three, total of nine. So this guy takes nine, and the next one. Total of 12 on that one. Okay, so now would you like to describe the casting of your spell and the effect that it has? Yeah, um, I I go um, <laughs> this time with meaning and I, I, I take my staff in this hand <laughs> in the air and I put my other fist in the air my eye goes turns this bright freaking flaming red and, and kind of lights up the general area around my head not so much the room but just around my head and I go, Rawr! and then I, the, the whole bunch of sound happens, and then but a giant thunder claps. It echoes throughout the hall. It's really loud on everyone's ears. Yeah. And then boom, <laughs> bam, explosion. All right, and this this zombie. Oop, hang on. I'm don't want I'm on the wrong thing. How do I get rid of the lines? Okay. This zombie right here, boom! Just it flies off, hits the wall, brunch, and then it just. Falls down. This zombie pew, flies off and hits the wall. Just like splats, and then slowly starts sliding <laughs> down the wall. Disappears quickly. This guy get, it knocks them ten feet. So this guy hits the side, and this one poof bumps into Varel. Oops. Uh, um, <laughs> the pile. No, but how, how ironic yeah. is that? That I bumped a guy into. <laughs> he falls into it. He doesn't suffer any damage from it. Um, but uh, it, it does bump into him. Um, okay, actually, the unaffected, you got to roll damage for the affected creatures. For the unaffected um, creatures? Yeah, they take half damage, actually. Oh, Sorry. oh Sorry. all right. Yeah. That's great. So they're so just another one, three two, more two, three. Decades, please. Okay. They, don't, they just don't get pushed, but they do half damage. So 11. So do, to that so guy? Six. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, eight. Okay. That's two d eights. That made an eight. Um, and then third one. There's a third one, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, ten. Ten. All right. Perfect. So, um, the these two here, and I don't know if you can see my highlight, and them here and here take damage. This guy, the thunder wave, as the 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 sheer force of sound comes out, this guy disintegrates into a pool of blood that just. Just explodes on the wall. Just like <laughs> he doesn't get pushed by the force, but he's taking lethal damage, and he just just, just, just just the power of sound, like the Michael Jackson video, just just you know the black and white video, just like yeah, yeah, yeah. explodes the corpse of the zombie and uh, sprays out uh, the back wall here. All right. Okay. Um, unfortunately, one of the unintended side effects of the thunder wave is that the elevator didn't like it, and it buckles. Yeah, oh, drops down great. a floor. Just you're in free fall for a quick second before the chain 
catches it. Everyone make a dexterity save, please. Shit. It's always with me. It's always something I do. Six. Sixteen. Seventeen. Okay, Stanley? Twenty-four. Okay, hope you are currently prone. No. You, you don't take any damage, but the fall, like, it just, like, the, the it slipped out from underneath you as the force of the thunder wave just pushes it down, and everyone's sort of, boom! Uh, the zombies also have to roll deck saves. I think there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight remaining. Okay, and their dexterity is super bad, right? Yep. Okay. So fail, 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 pass. And that's five, six, and then two more. Okay, fail, fail, fail. So they all fail their dexterity saves but one. <laughs> so this guy here, as it as as it as it loosens from underneath him, this zombie just goes ooh, 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 ah, falls over. Just doesn't land on the side uh, from the swinging. Um, this guy also falls off the side. Ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> He's like, uh, this guy falls prone. Um, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna start marking a bunch of them. A bunch of them just fall prone as they'd have no dexterity to catch themselves. Uh, buckling underneath it, including all of the ones you loosen yourself uh, from the Malvarel um, as they all fall prone around you. Uh, I'm marking them with the wrong marks. Like the old children's uh, song, they all fall prone. They yeah, all goes fall again. prone around See, that was good, Scott. Even though we had to save, look at all the good it did. No, it, yeah. did, uh -huh. it did some good. If I just feel bad about pushing one into Varel, who is always the victim of my shitty thunder wave. And then I did not want Hope to take a dump here. This, I feel bad about that one. But yes, some good was done, sure. This begins right. the healing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so you drop down, you drop down a level, and um, yeah, uh, that's is that it. <laughs> uh, that's it for my move. Catches my back turn. up, and the elevator continues going chunk, 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 chunk. Hope, uh, you're prone. Uh, you're like just on, just like it's sort of the metal smacked you. You got like the sore oh. side of your face as you just like you've hit the the ground, but you're still in fighting form, adrenaline pumping, and uh, still zombies on the platform. Yeah, so I spend my move to stand back up. Correct, that's what yeah. I can do with uh, half your half your move, half your move. Okay, cool. So I'll spend that to stand up, get my mm -hmm. shotgun out, and aim and take fire at the one at the top, ten feet away from me. All right, roll your attack roll. All right, it'll hit with a 12, mm -hmm. and we're doing 14 damage. Okay. Shoot a big hole right in the middle of his chest. In response, it goes, uh... Okay, Stanley, your turn. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Varel has been taken half damage, so I think he's probably okay. Uh, I think I am going to just move over to here. Mm -hmm. Stab that guy with the rapier. While All right, he's down. Mm -hmm. That's with advantage, correct? Uh, yes. That's nine damage to him. Okay. And then... 
uh, you know, stab it through the back of the head. Yeah. Zombie killing methodology. It's <laughs> uh, a raper going in, raper going out. Yeah. <laughs> yep, just just another day dealing with zombies. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's going to be it for this turn. All right. Varel, you're up. They're all prone around you. Hmm. All right. I will, so victoriously standing, having the entire lift shook around me, fallen off me, I will roar at their bodies at the ground and flex my aura once again mm -hmm. in that 15-foot radius. <laughs> the fire. Okay, perfect. So that's five saves this time. Fail, 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 fail. You do two damage to everything within your circle. This, this, this time the fires means business, and you let off an even larger one. And the and flesh continues to melt from the front. It's hard to make out their faces. I will. Speaking of picking up the axe that was hammered into the ground previously, be an action. What's that? Sorry. The axe that I hammered into the ground. Would that picking that up be a bonus action? Um, it would be a ooh. interacting with one object is free. Cool. All right, then I will, I will sweep down, pick it up with one arm, and go swing it over my head and slamming it into the guy behind me that grabbed my shoulder some two okay. rounds ago. <laughs> right. All right. And a Make big old rainbow arc, and hopefully the blood kind of rainbows with it from the previous. It does. Time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they're prone, and I'm in melee, so I get advantage, right? Yep. Sweet. All right. 18, bringing that down for uh, eight points of damage. Perfect. You sink it deep into it, and you hit. You feel it connect to the ground as it punches through the zombie. Um, doesn't slow it up. In response, it uh, reaches out to you with its hand. Um, okay, uh, the zombies turn, so we're just going to start. The elevator continues its ascent, moving up to the third floor. Um, the zombies here all get up. Uh, it's kind of crappy to, to micromanage this a little bit, I gotta say. Or but I will do it. Or something. There's probably some way. Um, some shortcut key or something. Yeah. Alright, and they all attack. There's still five around you. No reckless attack this time, right? Or was it reckless? No, because I already had advantage. Okay. Alright, miss, 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 crit. Nope. And a hit. Okay, so two of the zombies uh, sink, uh, again, grab you, slice you, try to... It's more like just the force of them this time. They're just... They're just it's almost as if the zombies have lost their patience and just want to get you and eat you. Um, you take 12 plus 2, 14 points of damage from their vicious assaults against you. Um, especially the one with the shoulder. Uh, he gets up and he has this big hole where you've put his axe and he's like with renewed vigor going after you. Um, Did you want real... me to split resist that because the crit any special way? Uh, no, you, it's full split. Cool. There's no All special right. way. Yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. Um, yeah, it was 10, 11. So it'd be six damage, I guess, from the with your resistance from the crit, right? For 12. 
Yeah, you said 11. 14 Sorry, total. 11. Yeah. So right now I'm at 7 damage. And it'd be 2. Oh, so 8. Cool. Eight. That works. 8. Yeah, we take 8 damage. Thank Perfect. you. I forgot about your resistance. I am bludgeoning, at bludgeoning damage. Um, okay. And then the one up near you, Stanley, makes an attack at you. He stands up and is like, Ugh. Oh, that's damage dice. I have to roll an attack roll first. Misses. And this one here sneaks behind you, Scott. And is like, hey, buddy, I want to eat your brains. Wow, that one's and very misses. verbose compared to the other. <laughs> High intelligence. Uh, okay, and it makes an attack at you. Uh, and that's it for the zombies. However, uh, as you progress up, more zombies continue to billow uh, from the top. Uh, just one this time. Boom, slams down on the ground. Another one falls by. Um, yeah. This one in particular is pretty nasty. Its face is all pussy and filled up like this giant bubble of boogers covering its face. And it's like, that's a really gross one. All right, <laughs> Nash, it's your turn. Well, I don't like those really gross ones. Um... <laughs> as, as you begin to start your turn, hang on, actually. Okay. Here. Right. As, as um, you, uh, the elevator sh- shakes to a halt, and you okay. hear a voice from up top saying, What's that down there? Uh, what have you got down there? That doesn't look right. You hear sort of shouting. We can hear him. So, so did you make peace? Did you make peace with the miners? We're They're ma- all <laughs> dead. Yeah, and we're making pieces of them now, jackass. Is, is that miners there with you? They're zombies. They're mining the daisies, if you know what I'm saying. They're tits up. They're dead and they came back to life. Yes, finish pulling us up. We'll take them out together. They're not a big deal. They're kind of weak. There's a moment of silence as the, as the zombies <laughs> approach and you're having this conversation. We'll just play act like combat's still happening. We'll resolve it shortly. And then you hear a voice saying, I couldn't do that. Um, we're going to send you back down. And the elevator begins moving back down. Uh Starts to move back down. Nash yells, are you freaking kidding me? We don't want new zombies up here. You're going to have what four more. What happened to the plan to handle it together? <laughs> There's not then, that many of them. There's like five of them. And you hear, no, no tickles, no. And then this, you see this giant form. You can barely make out the top from where he where he's yelling from. And you see the form of Tickles, as Tickles takes a running jump from the top of the opening and jumps on down uh, to join you. I'm going to add him in. <laughs> add him. There was no man dog in any of these assets, which was unfortunate. Weird. Um, but here. Surprising. So we'll just have we'll have a regular dog. All right, he jumps down. <laughs> the man dog, he's got just nothing but like his leather pants on, but no top, and he's got a metal helmet, just his mouth showing. And, and he actually takes some fall damage from jumping down uh, so far. Uh, so we'll mark that down. Um, okay, but he sort of clambers on down. He's like, <laughs> he's like, very, you hear again scrolling from the top, very sorry. 
but it's too dangerous to let zombies up here. Best of luck to y'all. And he just starts putting it down. All right. Uh, Nash, Stop lowering turn. it then. Just leave it where it is. Nash, it's your turn. Actually, you know what? We're at break time. Oh, I've got man. some bad news. Now you can go stewing it. No, let's kidding. take a break. All right, <laughs> we're taking a break, everybody. Uh, Perfect. Yes, we'll be back shortly with more. Uh, so do come back. We'll take a five, six, seven minute, eight break, something like that, and uh, we'll be right back. So don't go anywhere. And why did that stop moving? That's fantastic. There you go. Say where we're at here. Uh, went a little longer than I thought, it's but it's uh, it's all good. It's all part of the story. It's part of the journey. Yes, we are Frodo the... took a long time to get the ring to where he needed to be. This is all true. All right, and in the end, he couldn't even do it. I <laughs> yeah. Frodo. So everyone's having a good time. I don't mean to, Mister Frodo. He'd say, "I don't mean right. to." No, that's what Sam would say. Uh, yes, yeah, we're we're continue. back. We've done it. Uh, Bo is back. We're all back. John's static photo of himself is back. We're ready to roll. Let's do it. All right, so the elevator begins to descend. Tickles has jumped from the... No! Tickles! Uh, you don't see anything from above in the hole, but apparently the dwarves can see you, and the the elevator begins descending. Nash, it's your turn. Okay. Um... Hang on, I'm looking at my little layout here. Things have gotten weird. Is that a rat over there? That's the dog. Oh, that's the dog. It's the human dog. It's a human. So it's a human. He's got like these leather black pants on, but bare feet. His chest is, you know, bare. He's got a metal helmet on his head. It's circular, like a spherical dome. There's these little slits where its eyes are and nose, but the mouth part is open. All right. And he's going. Rawr, rawr, rawr. <laughs> but he's still a person. Right? Yeah, it's a human. It's yeah. a human. He's a crazy human. Okay. Um. Well, I'm running out of spells here. Uh, I used one. That's true. Everything else has been cantrips. You're right. Yeah. Uh, in that case, guy right next to me, Zambi, Excuse right me, there. Sorry. No, you're you're <laughs> totally fine. The zombie right next to me needs to have uh, needs to deal with a little bit of love for me. So I'm going to acid splash in his direction. All right. That's a 13 Constitution save. Yep. Uh, okay, do your damage. Okay, my damage will be four. Four. Okay, you do four points of damage to it. It splashes, its skin bubbling. It's already sustained quite a bit of damage. Its body's mangled as its shoulders sink down and its arms drop to, like, its waist. And it's, like, very malformed now. It's just, like, this giant sort of neck on it because its shoulders have been melted down. Okay. Uh, and I and I go take that and then I'm done and then my roll my turn is done alright hope your turn um okay does it look like there are going to be zombies jumping on as we descend yeah there's no the Uh, sound echoing through the shaft is not quieted one bit in fact it feels louder than ever alright I'm gonna walk over tickles. I'm gonna go to the square right in front of him. I'm okay. gonna, you know, offer 
the back of my hand so you can sniff it. Okay. <laughs> okay. And then I'm... That's so far a free action to just put your hand out, but anything okay. more is going to cost you the action. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Um, and then I'll use thaumaturgy to make my voice boom three times louder so they can hear me up there. Mm-hmm. And I'll go, it looks like we have tickles. He's all right, but he won't be if you keep us going down. All right. Persuasion check, please. You know what? I'm going to use my inspiration for this. Okay. I rolled the same number. So here we are with a persuasion of 11. Okay. So your voice booms as you yell this out. And this is loud cries. It echoes up, and you know that it's made its way to the top. Um, you don't hear anything in response. I'll pat Tickles on the back. And I'll turn to face the zombies. <laughs> All right, Stanley, your turn. Well, it worked so well before. Why don't we try hucking another zombie over the edge? All right, strike contest. Let's do this. I rolled a natural twenty. <laughs> okay. Uh, how do you throw it over? Or is it DM's choice again? <laughs> I'm going to. Uh, Grab him by the back of the neck and uh, whatever remains of, you know, where his belt would be and just hoist him over. Down he goes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I like how you rolled a 20. It's like, oh, I threw him over. Uh, you throw him over with such strength that it, he fires up against the wall and splats and hangs there for a brief second before peeling off <laughs> and falling to the ground. Um, <laughs> then from my movement... Uh, I is this Stargate looking thing the controls for the elevator? Yeah, you have you have a look over there, and it, it, there's uh, some sticks and some buttons on this console. I'm gonna go over there and All check right. it out. Uh, to the corner or to here? Uh, let's go all the way to the corner. All right, you move to the corner and you you look at the console in front of you, but you've used your action. Yep. So you're just hunkered down over there. All right. Um, was this console there? Here, was this console there the whole time? By the way, it's always it, there. It was. Yeah. Shit. All right. I have a feeling. <laughs> I have You've a been feeling. busy. You've been busy. Well, yeah, but I have a feeling that for... <laughs> we may have ignored a thing that would have helped us earlier. But anyway. Varel, it's your turn. All right. More flames erupt from me in a. All right. So raise about Five zombies. I love the appearance of this sterile with this return. All right, fail, 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 fail. Uh, and it's a con, right? Yeah, so um, one of them resists. Again, two more damage fly out uh, to the zombies. I don't know if you can see. I'm updating the damage they've taken. I don't know if you can click on the units or not. No, they're under okay. your control. All right. Well, I, I'm, I'm marking damage on them. Maybe it'll be interesting to see if that's something we can get everyone to see. Yeah. Um, uh, so they, the flame jets out, whoosh, and again, searing the front. And many of these zombies, their fronts are now starting to melt and droop down. 
Uh, you know, like their, their chest, like their, their nipples are like down out of their stomach as their flesh just melts down. Like my grandma. All right. <laughs> <In the flanks. laughs> That's cool. <laughs> uh, continue on, Varel. Cool. I've got my axe embedded in this resilient one's side, and I'm going to use my bite attack to go to the other side and kind of... That's the one you've been you've been continuing to hammer, right? The one that right, and it yeah. recently last round stood up and got all resilient in my face. Yeah, okay, another one. Cool. All right, I'm gonna bite him, and this will be reckless. Okay. All right, a nineteen hit. Hit. Or four points of damage. Okay. Again, you bite it, and your teeth sink deep into it. And as you chomp down, blood just this is sort of spray of blood this way just comes out, and you struggle with it, and then it pulls off. The spinal cord sort of rips out from the back, and the lower torso falls out, and the the body goes limp in your mouth. It tastes terrible. You expected humans to taste good, but this is some kind of disease corrupted thing, and it's it's. Foul, and you're, it's like eating raw, ch- raw salmonella chicken. It's just disgusting. Well, this isn't my bonus action, hungry jaws. So I'm not swallowing for hit points. I am nope. just biting. So yeah, taste just is biting, there, but not yeah. ingesting. Yeah. And you, uh, you rip it in two with your mouth, and you have this just blood dripping, and the corpse is still hanging there unless you choose to let it go. Oh, I will keep a spine hanging out of my mouth as I turn around with my axe as he falls down in my hand, ready for the next one. Okay. You've got a corpse in your mouth. <laughs> the upper torso of a corpse in your mouth. What tastes worse, uh, that or the wall of a carcass? Uh, if, you, if you were to decide what Varel likes the taste worse of, the wall of a nasty carcass in the middle of a sandstorm or a undead guy? Oh, no, that's right. I have rations hanging off my, my bandoliers, and they're all covered in goop now. Yep. A little extra flavor yeah. for so the savor. tickles the human dog that goes, ruff, ruff, ruff. And and he runs over to you, Nash. And you're facing the zombie in front of you fighting, but you feel this little <laughs> sort of sniffing around the back of your legs. <laughs> okay. <laughs> as, he's, as he sniffs around your butt. Um, all right. Uh, the floor, uh, the elevator begins descending rapidly as it loosens and the chain's like... <sighs> moves down to the seventh floor. The zombies around you, uh, Varel, take their, uh, again, continue to attempt to hit you and bite you and sink their claws into you. All but one misses. Uh, deals ooh, seven points of damage. Yeah. Um, pretty rough roll. Um, and uh, what are the zombies are left? There is one, this is the one with the big boogers in her face, comes towards Hope turns around, and it doesn't talk. It's like, there's just a bubble <laughs> growing out of her face. Makes an attack, misses at you. Nash, the one next to you, goes to swing at you. Uh, hits you critically. This this thing jumps at you. Unexpectedly, suddenly, you take eight points of damage as it just, uh, just sinks its fingers into your chest as if to try and take out your sweet, succulent flesh. Uh, for its delicious dinner, and um, this hurts. Okay, how many points? Uh, Sorry, 18? I think that's it for zombies on the thing. Um, but then uh, as it begins to descend, this cries and the... <laughs> begin to increase in zombie... Yeah. Sorry, what was my damage? 
eight points of damage. Sorry, it cut out. All right, eight. I got it. All Sorry, right. go ahead. Uh, and um, oops, let me just make sure these things don't have little marks on them. Don't forget, Scott, you should have had five temporary hit points to help cut through that. Oh, right. So, actually, hold on. All right, I don't know. I can't remove the mark from this guy for some reason. So we're going to go five additional. Wait, that's not right. Oh, override max HP, five. Oh. And it begins raining corpses down on top of you. Let me just, uh... Sorry. This... Uh-oh. I opened up a developer console. Nobody wants that. Uh, more zombies begin to fall, and it begins to rain down. Holy hell. So many zombies start just pouring out all of the sides and filling up. <laughs> filling, they're falling. They're falling on top of each other, and zombies, and, and tons of zombies fall down on top of one another and start filling it up, and the elevator begins to buckle under the weight. And the chain—you hear this fraying on the chain to the right. All right, Varel. It, or sorry, Nash. It's your turn. All right. I think I broke something. So just boosh, boosh, boosh. Uh, broke something where? In the I added an override max HP modifier, but it. No, you oh. should have put it in the temporary hit. Point. Yeah, and I can't get rid of it. There we go. All right, so temporary hit points are going to be five. But I mean, you could have just subtracted. You could just subtract them. You actually have to subtract your temporary hit points first. Oh, okay. So, so that's loses that five plus. You're at twenty one minus three, I think. So it's just three. Right? Yeah, damage three. Yeah. Okay. You just lose three from your. I oh. figured it out. All right, I'm at twenty three. Right. So while that was happening, the the sky begins to get just peppered with corpses as more and more zombies fall down. There's <laughs> raining all around you. There's corpses falling now on the side of the elevator as it starts to run, uh, run down, and the elevator buckles under the weight. Uh, Nash, it's your turn. Okay. Um, don't like this at all. Are the ones that are falling? Are they? We're not putting them on the board, but they're. Are they capable? They're there. What's that? Where? Oh, did you put them on? I did. Yes, they're oh. all there. Okay, I don't see them for some reason. Oh, I had to refresh it. Good lord! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the last I checked it, they weren't there. And now they're every freaking where. Okay. <laughs> that really freaked me out. All right. Because um, it was almost blank before, and I was like, what are you talking about? All right. Um, oh, geez. Okay, give me one sec here. I'm going to, I think we need to do something crazy. Um, okay, let me see. Yeah, we do. Okay. I don't know what to do. Um, I'm going to do another Thunder Wave. This will expel that slot, but uh, I like what it did before, and I will spend another one of my points so I can keep people safe up to three of them. Okay. Um, which means... Let's see. Let me figure out what the radius... Can you do another radius box? Oh, you did. It's already there. Yeah, it's still there, actually. Okay, so... So it's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. Mm-hmm. You're going to hit 13 zombies. Okay. Um, now, you have three friend, two friendlies within range. Yeah. If Tickles counts as a friendly. I'll count him as a 
friendly. Wait, where's Stanley? Oh, he's the, the deal. Okay, yeah, we'll count him as a friendly. Okay. Um, so I have to make 13 saves? Yes. Versus... Oh, you're asking constitution, me? It's Constitution 30. Okay. All right, here here it goes. You guys ready for this? Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> you will. Uh, okay. Um, so it's versus thirteen, and it's a Constitution save, right? Yeah. So let's see here what I got. Um, save, 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 save. Four of them save. Okay. All right, four of them save. Uh, all right. So let's get the ones that are pushed. We don't have to roll damage dice for them. Okay. So, what t- tell me, describe your spell. Same as last time. Staff in the air. Hand in the air. Eye glows bright red. And I go, for the Russinante! These are all things I've read. <laughs> I've read this all in books. Remember, I don't... I got I'm, that. Yeah. <laughs> I got that reference. So, one, two, three. And then, boom! Four. So, so, boom. Uh bunch of zombies over here fly off the side so this guy flies that way as well this guy as well you just clear off the the, the table uh ten they said four were unaffected one two three oh we have to bring one. Oh no there's four okay so there are four zombies that you have to roll damage dice for okay got it uh 2d8 yep first set 12 mm-hmm uh second set all right this guy this guy disintegrates the one right in front of you just it doesn't knock him off, but his corpse just obliterates. Okay. Second set. All right. Second set is six. Mm-hmm. Uh, third is six also. Mm-hmm. Uh, ten for the next. All right. Perfect. So, uh, oh, that's half. i got to put mark him for half. Sorry. Oh, yeah. They get half the damage. Yeah. All right. Cool. Uh, so that means you've cleared off uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight zombies and disintegrated a ninth one. And, and I go, giant, loud echo just bursts through the shaft. Um, <laughs> but it also hits the elevator. Oh, no. It drops again. Everyone make a deck save. Oh, right. <laughs> uh, yeah, remember this? <laughs> 17. Seven. Okay. Uh, what point higher than last time? Natural 20 for 26 total. And Nash, Eight, save. 18. 18. All right, so Hope, you fall prone. Again. And um, this time, when it, this time it falls. It falls a floor. You move down to the eighth. It falls a floor, and the chain on the bottom side of what you're looking at here snaps. <laughs> Bing! And you just you see chain. As it's, it begins to free fall, and the elevator dips down in a 45-degree angle. And everything begins sliding. So hope because you've fallen prone, you slide 20 feet down that way. Uh, Stanley, you grip on tight. Having saved your decks, Varel, you uh, hunch on down and don't move. Nash, you're okay as well. The zombies begin to tumble off. The corpses too as they move 20 feet. Uh, the zombies just sort of just tumble on down off the side here. Uh, they move 20. Um, this one uh, bumps into you. You sort of sidestep it. It falls down as well, the one that's next to you. Stanley, this one also falls past you as you let it slide. Uh, moving everything four squares down. Um, t- oh, Tickles has to roll a save. Uh-oh. No Tickles. 
he, he, he's not very dexterous and he falls and he slides down <laughs> dexter morale. Uh, <laughs> um, this corpse moves, this corpse as well slides down. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. Now it's on a 45 degree angle, so everyone's kind of like bent up a bit to compensate for their weight, except for Hope, who's fully prone and you're just sliding down uh, <laughs> on your way down. <laughs> Um, it, the, it's now difficult terrain. Your movement speeds are cost double, and um, any you know, it's it's very it's a difficult uh, surface now to climb because it's on an angle. All right, a bunch of zombies fly off, and the chain, and now uh, the elevator begins descending even quicker, and you see floors whip past you as the elevator starts to fly down. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, there's a zombie next to you, Nash, that sees you, and and on its way down, tumbling down, it lunges at you and tries to make a wild swing with this advantage. Doesn't hit you. This one uh, doesn't. And the rest of the zombies are too out of control to do anything. Um, Varel, one of them does to try to take a swipe at you as it swings by. It does connect. It does. Jesus, dice. Seven points of damage as it uses the momentum of falling forward to just bump into you and sink its claws deep into you and it's got its face in your face in one of your eyeballs because you still have a corpse in your mouth. You haven't let it go yet. Um, it's like, ah! Nash, your turn. Man, back to me already? Uh, yeah. Um, okay. Huh. So this whole thing is sloped down, and we have half movement speed. I have two it's zombies. Sloped down on a forty-five degree angle towards the bottom. This is so much better now that I can visualize it. Um, I'm getting an opportunity. Is is the guy next to me prone from the from the slam or no? Uh, no. Okay. Um, Well, we need to keep removing people, and if I run, I'll get an opportunity hit, so I'm going to splash acid in his face. Can't. Okay, that's a saving throw for con 13, right? Mm-hmm. Or dex. Dex 13? Yep. Uh, miss? Fail, I mean? Okay. Um, 10? Oh, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, no, I'm sorry, 10. I hit for 10. 10 points of damage? That's not right. Hold on, wrong dice. Sorry. <laughs> this, doesn't sound right. this doesn't look right at all. Wait, this are, these are D6, aren't they? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Four. Four. Okay, perfect. I'll mark four on it. Uh, so you shoot the acid uh, at it, and um, it melts its face. And in response, it goes, <laughs> Oh, that old <laughs> that old chestnut. All right. Cool. Um, I will... He's still with us, though. So I'm going to stay there and end my turn. Okay, uh, Hope. All right, I'm going to try and shimmy myself over to the side so I can grab onto something. Okay, so you're going to move prone over here like that? Yeah, exactly. There's there's a railing there available for grabbing. Perfect. And then what I'll do is kind of, if I can shimmy down as well and see if I can reach out to... Burrell, just in case. Okay, so you've used half your movement speed, or you've used 10 feet. This is feet. Okay. This is 30 feet as you shimmy yourself. That's your full movement. Okay, perfect. Okay. Um, you can you can make attacks from prone. I don't know if that's something you wanted to do or not. 
Not really. I just want to hold on and <laughs> stay okay. attached. Okay, do you want to ready an action since you're not taking one? Um, I'll ready my free arm in case Pharrell wants, needs to grab onto something. Okay, you're going to be ready to catch him. Yeah, for, uh, yeah. And if not him, the accidents. dog. Okay, that's Stanley, your turn. And <laughs> if not him, the dog. <laughs> so, Stanley, oh, you're leaning man. up against the railing, secure, because you rolled a pretty, you rolled a crit, I think, on that dex. So you're there, you're sort of supported by the railing, you weren't affected by the momentum because you're on the very end, didn't tumble down. Uh, You've got a secure grip. There's a chain flying, like it's it's near your head where that chain is. Uh, Very loose. Uh, All right. Let's let's help this guy get over the railing. Okay. Use 10 feet of movement to move over. And we're going to do a strength uh, contest. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Mine was 16. You win. All right. So you pick him up again by the shoulder, one hand on the crotch, fling him over, (laughs) and just right along the side, right over the side. (laughs) Nice work. Uh, He's gone. And he goes, uh. <laughs> Oh, I was having so much fun. <laughs> and then I am going to uh, once again have my eyes flare silver and uh, repeat the phrase Alitorish Ya Taldin and everybody gains five temporary hit points and can move if they want to use their reaction. Now, in this precarious situation, I should be clear, this uses your reaction for the turn if you decide to move. Okay. Does anyone want to move? Um, I do. But you won't take an opportunity attack, so... Um, but, I, but I still can only move at uh, half distance, right, Bo? It's double cost on move. Yeah, movement. but you can move the five feet. It is double costed. Okay, um, but I'll, so, I'll allow the five feet movement. So everything it might circumvent that too. Let's see, that's five, so that's ten. So if I move ten, that's normally twenty. So you can't you can't move ten. You can only move five. Like the spell that Stanley cast only allows you five. All right, I want to move there. Okay. Thank you. Got it. All right. Any other movements? Make sure to mark down your five temporary hit points. And um, that's everything. Varel's next. Cool. I will, as I see the zombie sliding down towards me, I will drop my mouthful of spine and, okay. you know, kind of. Uh, it falls down and slides towards the side and then off. And like off a, the side of the thing. Uh, the, the crocodile and Captain Hook, I'll open my mouth and bite him as he slides into me. Uh, which one sliding into you? The one that slammed into my face. Uh, oh, he, he he fell past you. He fell past. Oh, you. he just kept on rolling. Yeah, the one here—that's the dog. The dog is now next to you. You can you can do that to the dog if you'd like. Oh no no, there's a <laughs> there's a zombie right next to me, right? Yeah yeah he yeah cool. he, I mean he has momentum down. He's just not you can't catch him because he's already sort of past you a little. bit. I get you. Although I guess you can kind of do a. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm going to do Hungry Jaws on him, and this is the, okay. the swallow, because I am at, I'm very bloodied. Okay. This will be a reckless attack. 
but it's a bonus action. Uh, 11. Okay, yep, you're successful. Eight points of damage to him. Okay. So you bite him, uh, bite him, and you get him, you, you, you swallow what you bite, right? Yeah. Yeah, so you take a chomp out of him. So now there's this big chomp mark where you, you your arm, his arm, and part of his torso, uh, you've chomped completely off. And it's like string cheese, this red sort of black blood string as you pull away with the part that you've secured for yourself and swallow the zombie corpse uh, whole, like that part of it. <laughs> he's got this big bite Ugh. mark out of like his side right here <laughs> where he's been chomped. Awesome. All right, that was... bones and like lung and just like heart pumping. There's a little heart artery go. <laughs> awesome. That was for the health. So I gained three temporary hit points off of that. And I'd like mm-hmm. to, and almost like I'm, I'm kissing him deeply. I've bitten him like vampire style. And I just want to chuck him off. I'm done with him. Love and it. Okay. Throw him you you take him like one hand style or two hands? Yeah. Well, I've got. I figure this is grating, right? So I got one yeah. hand. Kind of, my my lizard claw dug through the cracks, the uh, mm-hmm. the great holes. So I'm holding on tight there, and the other arm just give it a throw. Love it. All right, strength contest. I get advantage on all strengths while raging, and it's twenty, not natural. All right, you take the corpse and you grab it deep, earn flesh and blood. It's like squeezing a sponge, but you grab a firm grip of it, and rip them, and throw them out, and there's this big arc of blood that shoots into the air and you fling him out and it hits the wall and as it hits the wall the legs pop out of the sockets because uh, you throw with such horse and then these three pieces just sprinkle down and you hear uh, as the zombie uh, falls uh, down below awesome <laughs> uh, what else would you like to do as you turn? That was my bonus. That so was good. my... Uh, and I, I'm not moving sure. because I'm holding on tight. So okay, action so bonus. That guy's, that guy's deceased. Okay. Um, well, that's everyone's turn. Um, the, uh, the elevator descends at an accelerated rate. You see the floor is going by 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. They're just flying on down as you're nearly in free fall and everyone starts lifting off the top of... Everyone, everyone's you're now just like hovering a little bit as you start to enter into free fall as the elevator descends quicker than you do. And then zombies still haven't stopped falling. So as, as you've cleared off the floor, more zombies just shoot past you because you're starting to lift off and they hit the side of the elevator and they explode. These these parts start flying everywhere, but some of the zombies are now floating in the air. And um, so, yeah, we're now in free fall, everyone. Good lord. Uh, are we all doing so that? Are some, we all hovering kind of above the... You're all in free fall. You can see below you, like about a foot below you, there's the elevator, and it's just within reach. Uh, but um, you are in free fall. Now, I'm still holding I, on to it, for yeah. what's worth. So just, to, I mean, you can still see the thing there. There are now zombies in free fall alongside you, new ones that have fallen down. Uh, and you can see them, actually, just let's spread them out a little bit here. Um, you can see them free-falling alongside you. Uh, now, if anyone wants to take a reaction at this point to grab onto a railing, they can. Or they can I choose will do to. that. I'll grab the railing. Okay. Can I do that? or I need to wait for a turn to move, don't I? You're, you're, you weren't near a railing. It's anyone near a railing. 
within, within a five. Yeah, range. I'm not. I'm, not I'm still holding on. Okay, so you're still holding on. So you're actually moving even faster than the other two. Oh, so Vir- no. Varel and Nash are starting to float off the top. Well, I've got my hand through the grating at that, so I'm kind of diving yeah. hand first. Now, we're not really in combat turns anymore. Um, if people want to decide what sort of actions they want to take uh, as quick reactions, we can do that. I got one. Um, mm-hmm. I notice that I'm floating, and I go, No! I grab my staff. I whip it around and I put the end with the nail down to the grate. Is there okay. is there is there a grating to this thing? Because visually, yeah, it's there got is. like a it's got like a metal grate, like if you picture sort of an industrial fright thing where it's 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 see through, right? Like it's a it's right. grated. Yeah. Is it big enough for me to jam my my nail and staff through one of the holes and then hook it and hold you it? You could probably hook it in and like a and wedge it. That's what I want to do, so I don't. That's my whole. That's my railing, since I'm not near one. Okay. Acrobatics check for this finesse move. All right. I have no bonuses to that, so this will be fun. Um. Shit. One. Okay. <laughs> um. <laughs> so you go to lift it up and go to take like a nice little hook of it and. Staff falls out of your hand. No! Yeah. No, no, yeah. no! Wait, wait, you're not saying it's, like, gone. But you're... It's above you, and it falls at a slower pace than you do. But it's right near you right now. But you, it's fallen out of your hand. Shit. All right. I guess that's my... I mean, can I grab it? <laughs> this isn't a move, right? Or am I still in a... Well, that's just, that's just what happened. We're not doing turns so much, so, yeah, there's a possibility that you could grab it, but you can't move up you're moving down uncontrollably well i reach so up to you, grab you, it. you turn around you look up and you see it's like right there and you're like <laughs> yeah i fumble for it can i touch it can i touch it or i can't touch it well you can't reach it oh you're falling shit fast. you're falling faster than it all right i i see that i reach for it i look at it desperately and then i relax and say it's come to this and that's it okay i don't all know right, what else to do freefall. anyone else have any actions they want to queue up I'm gonna try and get over to where Stanley is with that thing, the uh, the panel. Okay, so movement is extremely difficult uh, okay. across there. Um, you're gonna try and get to the panel, so um, uh, roll a acrobatics check to try and. You're gonna have to hold on to the elevator, or else it's gonna fly out from underneath you. Okay. It's pulling you down faster than you're falling. Uh, nine. Okay. So you go to make an attempt to to make your way across by grabbing onto it, and as soon as you let your grip go of the bar, you let up, and it starts to fall faster underneath you. It's about two feet away now as it, it descends faster and faster. <laughs> and the floors are going by. You catch, a quick, you catch a quick glimpse, and you see floor uh, 78 fly by. You just notice a quick sign. Oh, but there are 999 floors. Yeah, we got a long way to go. It's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> and as you, as you continue falling, you start to notice that there are less passages and it's more shaft. It's just like there are less openings in the side, less places to stop, and the hole just keeps going down. And so and our... There's no sources of lightning more except for Varel, who's glowing as he falls because his flame war is still, still going. Is there nobody who, be, besides me that's actually still holding on to the elevator? Yep, you look above I'm on and the you grating. See... I yeah. still got my fingers oh, in that grating. Yeah, it's you and Varel on the uh, grating. 
Is the zombie across from me? And to actually, the, the way you're holding it, Stanley, is your legs are starting to fly up. Unless you've hooked your legs into do it. <laughs> no, right now it's probably just the hand. Okay, so you're kind of holding onto it, and your legs are starting to like fly up uncontrollably. <laughs> are any of the uh, zombies holding on to the elevator? No, there's zombies floating all around you. So, uh, picture just they're just like ah, and they try to reach out to you, but they can't move in the air. Everyone's stuck falling above you. You look up and you see zombies falling down at you. Uh, you look below and you see the falling zombies that are sort of in your cadre of falling. Um, within your periphery, there's maybe 30 or 40 zombies all around you. I'm going to just shout and and to Varel, and I'm going to just say, Varel, let go! And I'm going to let go of the railing. Okay, you let go. This is going to be one of those, if you let, you think holding on is going to save you, but letting go is what you need to do. Oh. Uh, Life lesson. It, yeah, it, it echoes through my head. Let go, let go, let go. Uh, I don't, I don't receive damage. I don't deal damage. So my rage fades, and the voice comes to me, and, I, and I'm still, you know, I work my other hand onto it, kind of diving with the board, the uh, elevator, and what? Where are we? <laughs> what is this? <laughs> <laughs> so you're continuing to hold on even more. Yes. <laughs> nice, nice pump fake. Um, I'm going to send out a mental thought to whatever demon is at the bottom of this thing. Yeah, deals can be made as long as the four of us land safely. Yeah. I mean, with, the wind, rushing through, with the wind rushing through your hair and the zombies all around you, it, you see no change. You just take no change in the force. Yeah, I'm yeah, gonna, totally. I'm gonna just yell again to Varel. Varel, trust me, you have to let go. Are we going to hold hands? Yes. <laughs> Good. I'm letting go. <laughs> <laughs> and you let you let go, and all the corpses like that have uh, you know pieces of viscera and stuff like that that have been around you because it's been a very slobbery mess also start to let go and float in this circle around you. Um, you know, a solid 30 seconds goes by as you're now down. You don't know how many floors down, but everyone's in free fall um, and your your aura uh, begins to recede. Because it only lasts a minute, right? My aura is tied to my rage, so I, it's gone your, as soon as I'm... Your rage lasts a minute. So your rage subsides, the aura subsides. You guys are in free fall and pitch darkness. The only people who can see anything are Hope and Stanley right now. Um... So you're in free fall, and you hear <laughs> the wind rushing past your ears. Um, but you're basically blinded at this point without any sources of light. Hope, uh, Varel and um, Nash. All right. What actions would you guys like to take? What uh, hold my hand! <laughs> if, I, if I concentrate... Can I see at all where the numbers have been appearing? Are they still there? Uh, perception. Thirteen. So you take a you take a look just to see if you're not missing anything, and you realize you've gone past a point where now they're they're actively mining, and there are no there are no signs or no painted markers of any kind.
Uh, I'm guessing we're not able to do like any air swimming like that, really. Like, like we could angle our body to fall faster or slower. I well, think. there are a lot of zombies. You might be able to kick off one of them. You sort of take a quick look around. You notice there's a zombie awfully close to you, and you probably push yourself in a direction if you kick, if you kicked it and pushed yourself a certain way. It's not really close to him, though, is it? It's fairly close, but it's very difficult to reach out for the zombie to reach out and attack. It's not used to... Falling is not a, zomb- a zombie's natural uh, habitat for movement. It's like I mean, I would, the the wind going, is having its way with it, basically. I am going to close my eyes, and I'm going to use all the concentration in my in my little elven ears to try to listen for anything hitting ground. And ready a reaction to as soon as I hear what sounds like something hitting the ground, cast feather fall on the bus. Okay, and um, you do have everyone within vision, so you have to wait for it, right? Yes, it's. Okay, uh, but as soon as within... basically as soon as you hear something hitting ground, and you're concentrating as hard as possible, um, perception roll, please. That's a 20, not natural. Okay. All right, so Stanley, you just see Stanley, um, Hope, Hope can only see this. Uh, You see Stanley sort of take a meditative pose in the middle of the air as he scrunches his face and closes his eyes and sort of has his hands in this ready position. He's got the megaphone. uh, With one hand, he's touching his megaphone, so he's going to need that for the material components. And he's sort of doing this Jedi thing in the air as he, as he falls still. <laughs> Meanwhile, you look over at Varel, he's just like, ah! <laughs> and you look over at Nash, and Nash is looking up at his, you know, the staff trying to find it, just like he's, he's facing, he's not facing down, he's facing up, just yeah. flailing um, about. Um, and you're there taking it all in, the observer uh, of this, and... Um, uh, it seems like an endless eternity goes by as you descend down this full minutes pass and you start to think about everyone starts to think about their past and where they've come from and what they're doing here and if this indeed would be the last time that they breathe air and experience life and that your story possibly ends here in this black pit where no one will remember you, and no one will know, will weep for you, no one will know where to find you. You'll just be like a piece of sand on the desert wind that got blown away that no one cares about or thinks about. And all these things settle deep into your minds. But this is the end. Stanley, you hear the noise. Just like, and you hear. Cast it. It's getting louder quickly. Describe your casting. As soon as I hear it, my eyes just flash open, bright, vibrant pink. I throw my hands out and uh, let the soothing energy of Featherfall envelop my friend. Okay, Hope, and as the only other person who can see what's going on, you begin to, you just suddenly, like landing on a soft pillow, you see Hope and Nash, like, landing on a soft pillow. <laughs> this is like, they stop moving. And the zombies, they keep going. 
Uh, by the way, can you name all the pe all the things that you cast your feather fall on, please? Uh, I, if he's within range, I'll cast it on Dogman. Uh, <laughs> but I'm not. Okay. I'm not particularly. You, got, you, about you have it. enough targets for that because you've casted four. What's your limit? Uh, I believe it's one for. Uh, oh no, that's something else. Um, what is it? Up to five. So oh, me. Tickles. Yeah. What so a we lucky could get, boy. We could get him if he's around. Okay, you can see Tickles. He's like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's just enjoying dog enjoying the air. <laughs> all right. So you also see Tickles like. <laughs> you also see Tickles just float as if in the pillow, and you see zombie corpses. Rain past <laughs> You've got to like look and dodge out of the way. Everyone make a dexterity save. Oh my Five. lord. Yeah, natural 20. Six. <laughs> I got a natural. I love the quick follow up of a good roll with a crap roll. Nat natural. <laughs> Six. I get a natural 15. All right. Thir Stanley? 13. All right. And Tickles. Yeah, he's good too. Pharrell. Uh, you're, you slow down, and you just, you just feel these violent poof, poof, poof as, as things start hitting you and pushing you down further. You're still magically floating, but they're like poof, and you're sort of getting knocked around a whole bunch. Spun like a top. Really. Yeah, but you're just like just getting hit on the way down. Everyone else is nimbly like feeling it out. Uh, Nash, as you slow down, in the corp you're not paying attention to the corpses. You're just getting super lucky that they're not hitting you for some reason. Just intuition or whatever. Yeah. And everyone begins to float down, but corpses, just endless corpses. <laughs> uncountable corpses and from below you hear <laughs> corpses like shot out of a cannon and start just pummeling getting the ground pummeled. And then you look up and you think you see this weird shape. Make a dexterity save. Okay. This is just me? Yeah, something violent is whipping its way above you. 14. All right. And, and you just you just see it here as your staff smashes you in the head. <laughs> Boonk! <laughs> and it knocks you. You take four points of damage. <laughs> as, as your, staff, your staff just nails you in your head. Thankfully, not the nail side. It's just because it's not part subject to feather fall. And it just... Punks you in the face, but even and even though you're like super disoriented, you instinctively reach out and grab it with that dexterity roll, and you have the staff back in your hand. Nice. And everyone begins floating. The corpses again. It's very cold, very dank, and the stench is horrendous down here. And as things start to come into view, Hope and Stanley. You see that there must have been a water deposit already built up down here, but not very much. And the corpses, like there's some rocks jutting out from the bottom, and corpses are just nailing it. And as soon as it nails it, the corpses just integrate into just fine mist. And there's this, there's, it's a cloud, but it's a cloud comprised of particulate body matter. And you guys begin descending into it and the breathing. Just imagine humidity, but if the humidity was blood. And it's just boosh, 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 minor corpses exploding off walls, careening off the sides all around you. And there's this lake of blood in the bottom. There's nowhere safe and unclean to land. And uh, you get closer and closer and closer and closer to it. And everyone just is lowered into black, bloody pile that is built up from hundreds of corpses in the bottom. As everyone hits, 
it's like dropping into oil. Everyone's covered in blood, but everyone can touch ground. It doesn't go that deep. Um, but you're just now everyone's about shoulder length in this pool of blood formed from all the corpses that have fallen down and they, they continue to rain down up, up above. You still see corpses flying down to the right. You see a small opening where some of the water starting, the blood water starting to drip into, uh, but that's all you see down here. I'm going to dash for the opening. Okay. Well, you dash as quickly as you can in blood water, which is not fast at all. Uh, but you, you guys make your way swimming towards it. Can I get everyone to roll a dexterity check, please? Yeah. Oh, this is a swim, right? Not a reaction? It's a reaction just to dodging continued corpses being pummeled from the sky. It's, okay. it's raining corpses. It's raining, man! Oh, sorry. Uh, 11. 23. 20, not natural. Okay. Everyone swims hurriedly as the corpses continue just screening off rolls and exploding, and no one wants to get hit with any of these things. Uh, Tickles as well. He's like paddling in the ground. <laughs> and everyone swims towards the side, clambers on up into the into the cavern, and just sits. You guys all sit in the line <sighs> on solid ground once again. And, and Tickles is just, just flops down. As he, as he lies there. I you can still hear corpses echoing throughout the hall that you're, the cavernous opening that you're in. I vomit up the last of my <laughs> bitten, congealed, nasty zombie, uh, losing all of the eight temporary hit points I had sitting on me, going down to eight okay. health, falling to my knees, and just spitting for a bit. So bile and pieces of zombie course fly out on the front of your mouth. And then um, Tickles perks up, and he goes over. He and he starts to look. He starts licking up some of the blood that you just barfed out. <laughs> I, I uh, like... I'm gonna go over to Varel and just rest a hand on his shoulder and cast Cure Wound uh, at the second level. And you are going to regain. Twelve hit points. Is there anything worth seeing in here? Should we just close our eyes for a little bit? You can't make out too much. Again, it's dark. There's no source of light. Uh, Hope and Stanley, you don't see much apart from you know the blood pool and the the, the corpses floating down or not floating down, flying down and hitting walls. To the other end is a long, narrow cavern, about six feet tall, about five feet wide. You can only fit one person at a time going down. And it seems to travel deeper as it slopes downward into the earth. I'll take out the lantern and press to digitate a light into it. Ah, so there's light. See. You see the walls are black, deep, dirt from deep, deep within the earth. Uh, a little, a, a giant, like, centipede, you know, just huge, just sort of scurries off as it makes its way and then enters into the rock face and disappears from view. There are a lot of little bitty bugs on the ground and on the walls. This is a deep, dark place. Hmm. Well, that was harrowing. Everyone all right? Yes. 
This was the worst way to get to this floor I can think of. <laughs> it made certainly it saved a lot of time. Yeah. Remind me when we get to the surface to kill every one of those damned dwarves. We should, uh, in, in a little spit, soak their beards in oil and light them on fire so they can be oil beards and flaming. I, I, feel well. I raise my hand and say I second the motion. I'm with the lizard. I hate those bastards. I don't think we'll need a reminder. I think we all have a pretty good idea of what we're going to dwarves when <laughs> we didn't hear that, but I think he said uh, we'll have a pretty good idea of what the, we're going to do the dwarves when we get back up to the surface. Yeah. Yep. Accurate. Per- perfect. Sounds like Stanley. Sounds like something he'd say. <laughs> <laughs> so where are we? Anyone have a, uh, I don't know, a sense of where we need to go? Because this is this is dark, wet, and I don't know where we're supposed to go. I can barely see. Even that lantern's not helping me. The bottom. Yes. The bottom of the mine. It seems like the passageway is the only way forward. Yeah, we're not getting back that way. Should we make camp? The only way left to go. Uh, We should probably... Well, actually, how you... Varel, that... How are you? How do you feel? Stanley helped... Immensely, but I wouldn't mind at least a short breather. Also, this man-beast is eating my previous lunch. His name is Tickles. Does he require execution? I don't think so. Tickles, you say his, You say his name and he stops eating. Yeah, come here, come here Tickles. He comes over to you. I'll turn yeah. his little head. Well, I mean, it's a metal mask. You can't. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> or the sides, then, I guess. Okay. His <laughs> neck is exposed. Okay, yeah, yeah, a little neck scratch. Okay, and he goes. <laughs> and he smells on your leg. He smells and moves around. He looks at Varel, and he walks up to Varel's crotch, and he just puts his head in your crotch, Varel, and he's like, <laughs> starts smelling. Uh, a normal inspection for an animal. And then he walks over to Stanley and he goes to your crotch, Stanley, and he's like I slap him on the head and say, Bad dog. You're bung <laughs> it's metal. There's a metal helmet on his head. And he sort of he, he stops, he moves away, and he just kinda of looks at you. Go away. Go somewhere else. You're weird. He starts sniffing the ground and he comes back over to Hope and he curls up by Hope's leg and Give him a little smile. <laughs> is uh, are the walls worked or is there sand on the ground? Um, so it looks like it was uh, carved out ages ago, and that some places have just formed their own, like from shifting rock. Everything's very jagged. Everything's very um, doesn't. It's man-made, but looks very like foreboding in this in this sort of evil way like almost as if by design every edge looks sharp on the rocks and there's a there's a dampness to all the rocks too like something there's a lot of moisture down here uh, I would like to do a survival check to see if anyone has walked this way or is mm-hmm. heading down the tunnel in front of us okay 
or has. Eleven. So fourteen. So you do an examination of the areas that you haven't disrupted yet with your own footsteps, and you sort of have the sense that a lot of the middle of the path is very clean, where there's more dirt towards the sides, uh, and it's not evenly spread. Uh, and it looks clean enough that, yes, there, this would have been traversed by something to disrupt, to make that kind of disruption. Something did pass through here. At a time, we are underground. There is no weather to disturb these tracks, and these could be extremely ancient. It could be new, though. Well, if we're about to fight Thailander, we have no idea what he even is. How is everybody doing? The longer rest we can take, the better off. Agreed. A rare thing, I feel, when I talk to Stanley. But I agree. Everyone needs <laughs> to sleep. I just about lost my staff. You guys are taking a long rest? Yes. We're thinking about it. It's too soon for that. Oh. You, you wouldn't benefit from it. You just you just woke up. Remember, you were in the desert. You woke up, walked two hours, um, and it's been maybe another hour with this whole adventure in the thing. Wouldn't be yeah, but a lot's happened. We'd be really tired. Oh, well, lots happened in game time. <laughs> we're tired, perhaps. But no, no, yeah. no. I mean, our characters would be like, "Oh man." Hey, you guys are exhausted, but uh, you won't be- you won't gain the benefit of a long rest three hours after the rest. Okay. We gotta hit them REMs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, a short rest certainly is in order, and I will uh, begin to give myself the dirt bath with what's what sandy bits are on the bottom of this tunnel, as I'm covered in toasty viscera. Yeah. The actual rule, just so everyone's clear on it, um, the actual rule is written is that it's a 24-hour period that has to elapse before you can benefit from a long rest again. Okay. Um, you can take a long rest. You just won't get the benefits from it. Right. Okay. Yeah, there's no point in that then. So Sorry, t- uh, you were uh, you were making a, an action, Varel. I think I might have missed it while I was looking that up. He's doing a dirt bath. Oh. Yeah, I'm doing my dirt bath and uh, assuming we're going into a short rest. Yeah, um, short rest you can totally do. Cool. I'll pull out some of my rations and eat something. All right. Is there any foliage or any kind of anything down here? Is it just rock? It's all rock and earth. It's all rock. Yeah, and you. Yeah, it's, it's mainly rock. There's no sand down here. No foliage. Okay. I'm going to... Not in this hallway. I'm going to slide down the side of whatever wall I'm leaning on and sit. And, and so you guys can roll your hit dice. You can expend hit dice to recover hit points um, as much as you like. In fact, I think because that's an option, if you wanted to retcon that cure wounds that Stanley did, because he did it quite hastily, if you want to spend hit dice to recover your hit points instead of taking cure wounds, I'd allow it. Well, I am... I, I would let you make that decision. I know you would. <laughs> yeah, but it's up, to, it's up to Scott whether or not he wants to expend hit dice at this point. I don't, because... Uh, no, that was Varel that I did the... Oh, sorry, up to Varel. Yeah, I, that's not me. Plus, I'm actually doing pretty good. Uh, I, I mean, it'd take two, two of my three slots, so that's up to you, man, if you need your, your spell. I would much rather have the spell, but I can also give us a song of rest during this, which gives you an additional 1d6 hit points. 
Sure, then take back your spell and and sing us a song. Yeah, Bo, can you make John actually sing? Remember, he's not a bard in the traditional sense, so what he's going to do is, is orate some sort of inspiring speech. So everyone, everyone, I get the sense everyone's feeling a little dejected. That zombie fight was long and arduous. So maybe John has some words of wisdom to inspire his comrades. Oh, I like this. I thought maybe you meant like a rap at first, but then I, which is also cool. But I will take well, politicians rap, so I'd allow it. Sure. <laughs> no, we won't be doing that. Um. All right. So is that now? We're all gathering around now for me to speak. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep, quit stalling. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, my friends, I know this has been uh, an unexpected journey we've taken today. But when you really put it in perspective, we've ended up exactly where we meant to be far sooner than we intended to get here. I guess what I'm telling you is I think ultimately this has been a a good thing. And we have vanquished more zombies than just about anybody I know. It's uh, it's been a lot of zombies. We killed a lot of zombies. We made a river of blood out of zombies. So bully for us. And we're going to now go kill a guy we've killed before. So it's an exciting day. Here, here. <laughs> Excellent. Everyone benefits from your song of rest. Yeah, it was really uninspired. So they only get it if they expend hit dice, right? Yeah, if they expend a hit dice. Uh, for every hit dice they expend, they get 1d6 extra to roll. Ah, oh, sweet. Yeah, so you roll extra dice per hit dice spent. Well, I need none of it. I just enjoyed it. Awesome. I'm only two health down now. Cool. Back Stanley, you're rolling any hit dice? He, everyone made it out pretty to. unscathed except for Varel. Yeah, Varel took the uh, brunt, which is how it's supposed took, to be. Nash took a few hits. But... Yeah, I made up for it. Stanley's yeah. five temporary things helped and all that. All right. So uh, 15 minutes or so go by, maybe an hour. You take your rest, you take your time. Everyone gets uh, their composure. Eventually, after several, uh, let's say 20 minutes, the, the, the rain of corpses exploding on the walls starts to let up. Mm. And silence descends upon where you are. And the kind of silence that's... Um, it's not just like oh it's quiet out and there's background sounds there is no sound it's 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 an eerie kind of quiet almost to be like in the vacuum of space it just where nothing exists so far away from the sun and the desert that you know but it's quiet creepy i uh i nash Here's the silence. Isn't very comfortable with it. Uh, leans to the left a little and goes, just to break up the silence. <laughs> <laughs> and, and tickles the dog. Looks up and looks up at you. Uh, sorry. And I go, sorry. 
That was a little rough. You feeling all right, Nate? Yeah, I'm fine. Just a little one. Everything's fine. Sorry to break the mood. That wasn't the only thing you broke, Nash. (laughs) Tickles as slow, casually walks up, uh, thinking you're not paying attention and smells your butt. Oh, great. (laughs) Get away from me, you mongrel. You're not even a dog. Anyone have an explanation for this freaking, what is this animal? What's the deal here? Why is a a man acting like a, a dog and why are we stuck with him? I don't know. It just didn't seem right to let him die, but Well, I agree, but I'm now that we're to be honest. Yeah. He's a little odd. <laughs> well, now that we're out of danger, he's either dead weight or we need him to help. So I, maybe... how much language does he understand? Well, tickle tickles. sit. Look at me, boy. Look at me. I look he at looks him. at you. Yeah, We've like... been looking back and forth at you and Stanley as you guys are talking. And I say, do you understand what I'm saying? And if you do, bark once. <laughs> and he goes, well, <laughs> shit. Oh, well, that was a bark? Do it again. If you hear, okay, now do it twice. He just looks at you and breathes. <laughs> All right, well. Maybe that- it was a coincidence. <laughs> Somebody else deal with him. I don't know what to do with him. I'm just saying he can't have my food. <clears throat> and he's just going to be dead weight. He's going to get us in trouble. He's going to have to... I don't know. I, it's, if it's like having a real dog in a human's body, this is <clears throat> bad for everybody here. I say we... Perhaps he could you know, lead the way. Oh, yeah. Maybe he can track. He can be a scouting dog. All right. Well, how are you going to get him to do that? How are you going to find out? Go scout. He looks at you, Stanley. <laughs> I don't know. Hope. He's kind of useless. He seems an affinity for yours. Perhaps you could command this creature. All right. Um, I'll walk to where the opening is, and I'll mm-hmm. pat my leg. Hey, mm-hmm. tickles. He follows you down the hallway on all fours. You know. Awesome. We'll get to the opening and I'll get behind him and start walking forward and do like a, a finger forward. His eyes follow your finger and then you start sniffing the ground. Uh, can you roll a nature check, please? Is there an animal handling in there? Do we have animal handling? Yeah. Yeah, yeah so. actually. Let's do, let's do animal handling. Uh, 19. All right. He appears to have understood your command. And he begins sniffing up ahead, and he's on all he's on all fours, and he starts moving down the hallway, sniffing on the ground. There we are. Use. I'll start following. Okay. So are we are we leaving? Yeah, we've had our go. rest. We should go. Can I get the party order? Tickles is in the front, obviously. I'll Oop. be behind Tickles. Okay. I'll take Hope. up the rear. We're all in the rear. I'll go behind Hope. Okay, so Nash and then Stanley. All right, you guys make your way single file down the hallway um, with uh, Stanley, presumably your light's still on, sort of having a look. Tickles is up ahead in the dark. You, can hear, you can't see him that well, even with your dark vision. It's, but it, there's a lot of corners and rounding, and the, and the path slopes down 
you walk for maybe five minutes down the hallway till you get to uh, a room that starts to open up. This room is maybe 30 feet in diameter. It's a small little room. Same rock surfaces and everything. It's just an open cavernous area. Now, the room has a, still a low ceiling. It's about seven feet up. Varel, you, your head... Oh, sorry, about 10 feet up. There's some clearance from where your head is. Um, and uh, it's the same rock surface. doesn't appear to have any exits in it. Uh, in the center of the room, immediately visible, are corpses, skeletons that are on the ground, rotted, and they look, the bones look mangled, and crushed. Um, and, and there are about four or five skeletons that are there in a very severe state of decay. Um, they're short skeletons. Uh, they don't look like those of humans. They're maybe about four feet tall. Um, and the room has no exits that you can see. Can I... Uh... I'll do a... I want to Aragorn this business, but I guess that might be medicine since they're not my type of body. So I'll do a survival check to check for tracks and see what the wounds look like. Okay, to examine. I would say medicine to examine injury. That's, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll see. Yeah. If oh, I survival kind of... because it's kind of prey too. So your choice. Okay, I'll do survival, survival and I'm looking to put together the beast that killed what I assume is a bunch of dwarves. Okay. Uh, 21. All right. So you take a, you sort of pick up one of the bones and look at it and ex examine everything. And um, what you notice is that the bones are definitely from being shorter in stature. They match the height of the dwarf-style humanoid that you've seen. Um, and the bones appear to have been crushed by something violent and blunt. And, like, because some of the rib cages are just really... Are, looks like they've probably been uh, grounded to dust and blown away. The ribs are kind of not there. And um, the skull is, they're like, they're fractured in with little dents. Everything has the look like some strong force uh, stamped it into a bloody pile. Having done that yourself on several occasions, you're familiar with, uh, you know, the injuries that it causes. Are the injuries beyond what would kill them? Was this, you know, like repeat stamping, a trample kind of thing? Or was this a sort of mace blow that then they were laid out from? Uh, this looks like, if you had to guess, this was one blow and not repeated blows. Okay. These dwarves were killed in battle, but the assailant seems to be of some intelligence. The killing blows were what they left with. There appears to be no feasting, anger post the kill, and of course, no Resurrection at the moment. Also seems like they've been there for quite some time. That is true, too. They're not moving, are they? And I poke one with a stick. With my staff. I don't, <laughs> I don't trust these. <laughs> we just got the done they're not moving there's a lot of undead in this place i'm just saying i don't want to deal with these things so let's make sure that we're not putting ourselves in a weird position and i poke at one does he move when i poke him nothing moves except for the force you apply to it okay 
this would suggest that there is either another exit or this was done by the dwarves some time ago while the elevator was functional and they then killed their own men and proceeded back up. True. Well, let's see what we can find. Let's uh, scout around the room a bit. Uh, how high up is the ceiling? How tall is this? Uh, ten feet. So for you, there's about three feet of clearance between you and the ceiling. <laughs> you all right? Okay, I was trying to sneeze quietly. But... Oh, that was you. I thought it was John. Oh, I rolled 11 perception to check the walls for anything that looks weird. Um, if you're going to check the walls, um, nothing jumps out at you when you look at them. Um, but if you want to investigate things, that'll be investigation. Oh, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Is it still super quiet? Like, we're not hearing any sounds. None of us are perceiving any sounds without special help of hearing it's something. It's de- deathly quiet. Okay. It was a four. Okay. If you take a look around the room, and uh, just to see if anything's amiss, uh, you don't find your search comes up empty, but you do notice if you stand in certain parts of the room, I think you feel a cool breeze uh, around your ankle, Ooh. where sort of you have a bit of skin exposed between your pant leg and your boot. Maybe not the ankle, but the calf. Yeah, I feel wind over here and i'll point out the keep area keep in mind just just to set the scene a little bit because i feel like i omitted this detail but you were swimming in black red blood i don't know if people you guys cleaned yourself up yet um you all are very stained red i took my dirt bath i don't have much well, i can do i i probably would have but now's as good a time as any to press the digitate the blood away from everyone okay well, from um, Hope and myself, for sure. <laughs> Thank you, Stanley. No, uh, no love for uh, for old for old Nash, eh? Well, I turn to you and go <laughs> and walk them forward. Keep walking. Can you follow me, Nash? You <laughs> identified <laughs> the exact act that made me not want to give you a press the digitation, <laughs> and you did it a second time. I'm fine being covered in crap. It's fine. I'm used to it. I don't have a problem with it. I'm not here to impress anyone. I'm Nash Maggard of the Solar Mines. Now that he's made up his mind that he's okay with it, I cast it on him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Nash is clean as well, apart from the warts and tumors that cover his left side. Left side? Left side, uh, left right side yeah. Left side. His right eye is good. The right side's good. Right, so but you, uh, just to get back to what Hope uh, was doing, um, she was investigating, she didn't find anything, but she felt a breeze on her calves. Nash's fart. <laughs> it was not, not Nash's fart. Oh. A strange smell to it. I'm, I'm continuing to, to examine the bodies to see if I can find any sort of pattern in the, the blows and put together the story as and, to how they fell in what order. Medicine check, please. Today I know medicine. A 20. Not natural. Um, A light bulb comes on in your head as you examine these. And while you previously posited a theory that perhaps they were killed, um, the space that you're in wouldn't contain 
of being large enough to kill it in that manner, unless it was out in the hall. There's also a certain deliberateness to the corpses being left here in a room with no exits. And you wonder if it's not, you know, territorial markings as opposed to a hideaway that there's, it's it, the corpses are left here with intent. The last part of the light bulb is what had to have hit them had to be a, a being, you know, three, four times a large being or comes to mind or some kind of giant boulder. Hmm. That perhaps it, they were crushed by rock. Friends, mm. it seems that these bodies were not left or slain by their brethren. Watch here and see how a beast of great magnitude did destroy these one at a time and left them here as display. Perhaps what we seek is the entrance to a lair. It's probably an opening over here. I'm going to head over where Hope indicated she felt the air moving and uh, pull off a glove and feel around to see if I can feel any breeze myself. Investigation check. 13. Okay. So you examine the part of the, the, that part of the room, the far side, on the other side of where the entrance is. And you do notice that there are these imperfect cracks in the wall, in the rock face, but they're a little too straight and not jagged like everything else that you see in sort of random, uh, in, in a random way. That you feel like perhaps that there's some kind of a, there's something to this part of the, the wall. And um, you look a little bit to your right and you notice there's another similar rock face. And while you're sort of searching it, a few pebbles fall off the wall and a little little piece of the rock moves aside. But it's sort of firmly stuck in place. Did anybody else see this move? Did it make a sound? <laughs> no. Well, the pebbles hitting the ground made a sound. Yes. I mean, no, I don't see like you do. I have no idea. No, he, there's I a torch. A, oh, a then yes. I saw it. Is it... Can you push it? I don't push things. Varel. We need... Yes. We need you to push it. We need you to push it real good. Very well. I shall push it real, real good. Dan, 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 no, uh, Stanley, show him where you saw the movement. Maybe he can, he can lizard, lizard this thing open. Well, this rock seems uh, a little crumbly, uh, but I didn't touch it, so I find that a little alarming. Hmm. Remember, he doesn't want to open <clears throat> things anymore because he has PTSD about this kind of thing. <laughs> Do you want to? Do you want to try, Varel? You want to go give it a swing, just feel around, see if you can figure something out. I mean, I could do it, but I don't think I have the strength you do. In case everything's you know. frozen for me. And what? Did everyone freeze? Sorry, you guys were you guys were talking. I think everybody. You guys were talking, and I wasn't hearing anything. Oh, it got frozen for me. We must have frozen for a second. Can you hear us now? 
Yeah. Okay. I don't know what happened there. Uh, cool. I'll, I'll head over and uh, and place a hand, a firm hand, onto the wall where Stanley indicated. Okay. Um, so you go over there and you see where you put your hand that there's a piece of rock that can shift and move and that maybe you can open. Like this may have a hinge. No wall. This is a contraption of some kind. And I'll give it a, a firm grab and a spin. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> you give it a firm grab. You're pulling out or a spin? No, uh, giving it kind of a side twist. Okay. Um, strength check. Strength. 15. Okay. So you take, grab the rock, turn it, and you feel something pull and tear like sinew. And you pull it, and it comes loose, and then the rock's in your hand. And then it sort of reveals that there were, uh, as a hinge mechanism, bolted into it, and then bolted to the other side, which is clearly has like a opening this way. But you just took the covering and twisted it off into your hand oh. and broke it. <laughs> uh, what you, what it reveals is that actually you see this lever, and there's a there's a sha- there's a sort of a, a cut a, a vertical cut in the wall with a shaft coming out of it like a drive stick, um, and there's a ball with and it's shaped in a skull. It has like these little little rubies in the eyes this is beyond my expertise that we have exposed the mechanism well i hope you want to take a look at it see if you can figure it out yeah that sounds great uh i'll roll a investigate of seven okay you take a look at the lever now this lever I mean, obviously, if you switch it, it'll switch something on. You've seen a lot of levers like this in the vehicles that are there. You sort of examine beyond it, and, and it's, there's a little bit of resistance, and it's, and it's as you sort of play with it before fully opening it, you just sort of feel it. It feels a little loose, a little bit of resistance, so you know that it's, it's going to be, when it shifts, you're going to be turning some unseen gears, probably somewhere embedded behind the rock face. Well, it seems when I pull this, something's going to happen behind the rock. I'm not sure what it is. It could have been what killed these dwarves. It could open the door. No, these dwarves were crushed by some sort of great beast of size. This door is either its home or its ancient lair, but the state of the corpses suggests that if it was living, it's long gone, and if somehow magical or constructed, it'll remain behind the wall. So perhaps positions are in order before we open the shaft. We gotta open it. Like, what other choices do we have? There's nothing else. We have to. So yeah, let's pick position. Varel, you're first. <laughs> Alright, I will take position behind uh, Hope so that if she were to jump out of the way, whatever is in the hall would be facing me. Okay. Got it. Nash? Um, so wait. Are you asking me what position I want to be in? Yeah. Okay, then I want to be... The, the, the room is just a circular room about 30 feet wide, ceiling 10 foot. Um, and the hallway where you came from. Okay. Um, no discernible exits. The switch you found is on the opposite side of the hallway you came in from. So we're not necessarily lining up in a line in front of it. We can... We can be around it, right? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. 
Well, I just want to be up behind Varel. It's like if something opens up, <laughs> I want him to take the hit points. Okay, so you guys are all up against the wall on the opposite side of the room. Yeah. Stanley, where do you stand? Um, I'll be alongside the wall. Uh, in the same know, place? Side. Okay. Yeah, alongside by the door. What, okay. what we assume is a door. So uh, Tickle sees you guys all moving into that area. And he just sort of sits in the middle of the room. You know, his, his hands out, and then but his knees crossed in, right? Like he's sitting, like his knees bent, I guess, right? But with his arms fully out, like a dog sits, you know? And um, he's just sort of looking in your direction, going, he cocks his head a little bit, and it's like, <laughs> cocking his head at you. Okay. I'll tap my leg to get him to come over. <laughs> I don't want him sitting in the middle of the room. Doesn't appear to want to come over. Animal handling check. Oh, dear. Oh, yeah, 18. Okay. That's so good. you slap even harder. And then he he makes his way towards you, and he, he takes that sitting position, but down by your leg. All right, I'll give him a little tap on the metal head. I'll look at everyone making eye contact with each each member of the party. I'll give a little nod. Everyone's ready. Take yeah. a position to catch whatever comes out the door if yeah. it charges. Okay. All right. Reach in and I pull the lever. So you go to pull it. It's a little stuck. It seems a little stuck. And you start to move it. Roll strength check. Unless you want to stop. No. No, I don't want to stop. Uh, 12. I put my legs up on the wall. Or one leg up and I start. Okay. Uh, you put one leg up and you start pushing it up. And then it finally goes, crunk, and the loud noise instantly, and the ceiling starts falling in on you. All these rocks start dropping in on your head. Everyone Rock. make a dexterity check. Oh, Lord. Uh, 14 for me. 17 for mm -hmm. Scott. Four. 20, not natural. Okay, um, and Tickles, uh, what is it? Okay, um, so who rolled under uh, 15? I, I did. did. Okay. Uh, one sec, sorry. So everyone makes their beelines for the exit. Um, Hope and Stanley are the quickest to move across, instantly reacting to, to, the, to the rocks. Uh, but Nash and Stanley rocks a big heavy pieces of rock nail you in the head and nail you pin you underneath the ground uh pharrell you take 20 points of damage oh um, my gosh nash uh 12. 12 okay and you're pinned you're both pinned under heavy rock as a pile of rocks just <laughs> descends drops down and now they're in the center of the room you, you can edge around but for the most part the room is filled with rocks so you have to climb over rocks you can still see towards the other side but there are rocks on the ground, and um, you're both buried underneath it. Oh, wait, how much how much damage did I take? Yeah, you and Hope took none. You made it across, unless you rolled I over rolled, 15. I rolled 14. Oh, no, you're in there, too. Uh, wait, so okay. made it, right? No, it was only Hope that made it, actually. Oh. Um, yeah, so uh, you take uh, 15 points of damage, and as well, uh, Tickles is also crushed under there. Um, and you just hear... <laughs> And, and he's been crushed under a rock, and you kind of see 
his limbs, but they're not really moving. And so you see all of them just pile. The pile of rock fell on the entire party. They're all crushed under a rock right now, and they can't move. And you're the only one that made it out. As you look back in horror as to what's happened. Good. Well, who's and the closest? You look. You look at, at Varel, and so the, the energy has been taken out of his eyes a bit, and you see a little bit of blood sort of seeping out from the rock. Um, he's the closest. And uh, as we enroach, uh, encroach the end of our show. We'll have to find out the fate of our party on the next episode. Oh, see, <laughs> I knew you were doing that. It was just a man doing it on purpose. You guys, <laughs> you guys sprung the rock trap. That's on you. <laughs> so but it's a good place to end. Points. Look yeah. what I've been through today. Yeah, no kidding. Well, who puts in a hidden lever that's designed to put rocks on top of? It? <laughs> I don't know. It's like maybe there's a switch that you gotta swing first. <laughs> Just saying, this is a poor design decision. I don't respect dwarven craftsmen. Everything that the dwarves have done with this mine is suspect. They Maybe suck. You didn't fully investigate all the wall and find all the switches that are in the wall. I can't wait to kill them all. I'm going to murder all of them when I get out of here. <laughs> Just saying, maybe maybe there was other parts of this mechanism. Maybe you didn't, need to, roll, yeah, you didn't a, need to roll so low when you're investigating. I will Perhaps destroy them. Killed the elevator, and now we're going to kill the wall, and we'll mm-hmm. be back for the rest of the furniture later. That's right. <laughs> That's exactly right. It's uh, a good attitude. I love it. Well, there you go. Be here next week for the exciting next phase and the adventurers as we find out how to get out the how the hell we get out of this uh, water wall uh, dirt this rock sorry this landslide no what is it a, a cave in that's the job ahead Falling of us. rock trap yes how do we get out of the rock trap who will survive probably all of us but who will take it the worst so far varel seems like a, a mr hit point fluctuation today more on that next week on there will be dungeons at therewillbedungeons.com if you're looking for the website uh, we got all kinds of cool stuff there. I'm going to post up that video Bo did of uh, all the fan art that has been submitted. It's super great. Uh, we'll make more of that sort of thing as more of that stuff rolls in. If you've done your own fan art for the show, head on over to the site and contact us. Let us know. Link us and uh, let us see it. We want to collect all that stuff. We'd love it. Uh, you can do that at therewillbedungeons.com. Just click the contact link. And I think that's everything. Do you guys have anything else before we go? We good? Mm, no, but except I wish everyone a wonderful Father's Day. Oh, happy Father's Day, everybody. Oh, yeah. Happy Father's Day. Yeah, except Nash Maggard of the Solar Mines who never knew his father. All right. That's going to do it for the show. Thank you all for being here. We'll be back next week for me, for Bo, for Kyle, for Kristen, and for John. We'll see you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com.